Hey, how's it going, guys? It's Table Talk with Sal, and I'm here with Eric, man. Eric, uh, introduce yourself, bro. Uh, my name is Eric Lopez. I don't pay child support anymore. Uh, I'm from the middle of California, and that's about it. Yeah. We do, we do comedy. I do comedy with Sal sometimes. I have random open mics where sometimes we're allowed to go on stage. As straight people. <laughs> As straight people, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Isn't it crazy, uh, dude? Me and Eric, uh, me and Eric, before the mics got turned on, we were talking about like this new LGBTQ mic in um in Fresno. I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> in Fresno, you know. Uh, oh god. And I went up to the and I did that mic. Uh, I did that mic whenever I went to go went to do the Muffs fucking uh, podcast with um. Natalie, was that Natalia? Yeah, Natalia. Yeah. Natalia and um, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. I thought the podcast was pretty cool. I think it's fun. Oh, I love, I love both of them. I love mm-hmm. Ethan and Natalia. I love Ethan because he dresses like a struggling single mom. Oh, <laughs> He's always hot. <laughs> everybody should look up Ethan Wallen and laugh at him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> laugh at his cargo shorts that he wears with like an oddly striped pin shirt. Like, oh <laughs> god, <laughs> and his satchel. That fo- that that fool does look like a wizard. <laughs> I love him, dude. Like, uh, he has a joke about his appearance. He's like, he's so fucking funny. Ethan's one of the few, few people in Fresno that I just adore. Like, I love every time he goes on stage. I kind of love to watch him. Yeah, he's fun. He's, he does crowd work, and I can't do that. So I like watching ah. people do shit that I can't do. So I was like, all right, that's nice. That you know, that's cool. That's good. I mean, you're still appreciating the art form of um, stand up comedy. You know, oh, dude, I love the day. I love every form of it. I watch all types of comedy. That's what's weird about comedy. It should be labeled like how music genres are. Like oh. To me, it should be because you could love John Mulaney and not love, you know, uh, D.L. Hughley or something because they're just two different types. Mm, nice. So you think they should be like um, story type? Uh, oh, this is a story type uh, comedy show. This is more oh, of yeah. a, uh, a real life, like reactionary type. And then this is a wild fucking comedy. You yeah. Know? And people want to separate it by race and say, no, because there's like great storytellers that are all, all colors. Like, yeah. I love Ali Sadiq and Mike Birbiglia. They're both mm-hmm. just amazing storytellers. Nice. You know, that is kind of crazy because that is true because you do see like uh, one um, oh, that's white comedy. Oh, that's black comedy. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of fucked up to say, right? It's not that it's fucked up to say because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 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 like and, and also, it's not that people say it. I think if you just went to the show, you'd be like, oh, a lot of, a lot of black people here. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> am, I a, am I at a Mike Epps show? <laughs> like, yeah, you probably, you probably are. <laughs> I, you, dude, I love black crowds, bro. That's oh, black, black, yeah. <laughs> have you ever bonded from a black crowd? No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, stop, dude. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't put that in my. Story. That shit sucks, bro. Oh, they, uh, do they yell at you're you? You're very likable, though. I can see that they might fuck with you. They'd be like, "You get it, man." Get it. Like, I went, <laughs> me, I got dark humor. They were just the dudes were laughing at me. Uh, they, I got them with some jokes, but uh, the women did not like me. Like, oh, <laughs> their no. girls did not like me at all, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I get it. I'm not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. You I'm not like your genre." <laughs> Hey, but that's that's it. Yeah, if you went over the woman in the crowd, dog, you went over the bitches, you got the show, dog. I don't just be funny. I'm not trying to win anybody over. You like me, that's cool. If you don't like me, I'm not headlining, so it's probably somebody after me you might like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on the show, but trust but, me, I'm, I'm gonna do my best. Like I'm not gonna just go on stage and say some random dark shit that isn't funny. I'm gonna be trying to be funny. Like the goal is to be funny. You're just gonna come up on stage and you're like. Yeah, what about all those mass shootings? Don't you wish you were part of them? 
I've been working on a mass shooting joke and I can't get it to work. And it's very oh, frustrating. Damn, I, dude, I bet you that would kill if you get that at work. Well, those are the jokes that do really good or the ones that are hard to do. But it's just like, I, but then also like on stage, I don't know if you're there. I was at the well in Bakersfield. And sometimes I do the joke and it doesn't work. So I just look at the crowd. Like, do you know how hard it is to write a fucking, you know, a school shooting joke? It's about the fucking, you know, the shots you don't hear. It's about fucking, like, it's just stupid <laughs> shit. And then it just, but it's just, that's the fun part of it. Because yeah. once it works kind of, it's like, I think I got it. And then you do it again somewhere else, like at an open wow. mic in Fresno where you're outnumbered by LGBT people and it doesn't work. And then. <laughs> you just got to, you just got to tell the LGBTQ community. You just got to tell them, man, you guys are fucking cute. I'll, Bro. Let, I'll let you kiss me. <laughs> Bro, I'll kiss some people for stage time. It's all right. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not. Guy. It's not gay if your eyes are closed. <laughs> I, I said that joke. Um, I said that joke at the LGBTQ fucking mic, dude. And um, I looked around and people were kind of laughing, and I was like, "Okay, that shit was still gay, wasn't it?" And then they fucking cracked up. They they ended up dying. And then at the end of the show, because I I closed out, I uh. They, they brought me back up on stage and they're like, so how gay are you? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me. And th- yeah, bro. They put me up on stage and they put me Do people like, think you're gay? Yeah, I think they do. Uh, you look very friendly, dude. Like you were one of the friendliest people that like, I could look at like, this is a nice dude. Yeah. I, mean, I But I don't, I, I can't believe that like being friendly makes you gay, you know? Oh, it, in this masculine area. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Hey, you're right. We do live in the Central Valley. That's a whole bunch of farming and shit like that. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, it's still is that it's that place where it's still changing to where you don't have to be like macho to. But yeah, if, <laughs> I can look at you like, yeah, people think you're gay. Like, <laughs> I, I can see why they're like, so how gay are you? It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny when they asked me that question. I was like, dude, I'm not gay. Like, I, I, I pound chicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you? Is that why you bring your wife to the mic? <laughs> you're just like, dude, my chick's hot. Like, I swear. <laughs> look at my wife. I'm not gay. I swear. She's an import also. Like, okay. <laughs> Exactly. I yeah, turn you're so around straight. with that foreign. <laughs> you're so straight. You brought a woman from another country. Like you know, I don't need ones from here. Exactly. That's what, cool. The women here aren't open. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get mad at her when she calls cookie scones? Or are you just like knock that shit off? <laughs> no, no, no. She'll call. She'll call. She'll call a cookie a cookie and a scone a scone. You know, she's very. There's a difference, though. There's I did not know that shit. Oh yes, I still feel like scones are a bit more um, like biscuit, biscuit-like, but cookie-like at the same. So they're a bit more doughy than normal fucking Popeyes biscuits. Okay, because those are a little bit more floury. Those are all dry too. Yeah, you dying off the bitches. That's wild. Um, How long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy, dude. I've actually hit a year. I finally hit a year, so I'm probably oh, congrats, like a year man. and a ma- month in. Thank you, thank you. Should I put on the clapping? Let me see. I hopefully the clapping shit came in. <laughs> oh my God, you got a soundboard on this bitch. Yeah, I know. Shout outs, dude. They, is that what the C's for? Clap. I think so. I think <laughs> so, dude. <laughs> I'm not completely oh, sure. Fuck. Now nah. have you been liking it? Do you enjoy comedy? I, dude. Honestly, the first time I went up on stage, uh, I loved it. I think it was fun. Um, I think for me, it's really just watching people laugh and entertaining people. I think that makes that makes me feel good. That makes me feel happy. Uh, the second time I went up, I fucking I bombed horribly. Oh god, it's like, always like I, I didn't bomb till like my third time, and that's a weird feeling. Oh, it's a horrible fuck. You start to sweat, and you're just like fuck. Uh, and then you like you lose train of thought, and you look at your notes, and you don't know where the fuck you're at. And then uh, next thing you know, some dude's giving you the light. And you're just like, oh, okay, bye. You know? yeah. 
Exactly. So sometimes you just want to run at run like with run off the stage with your tail between <laughs> your legs. Huh? That's how I felt, bro. Because the second like the second time I did um the the second time I did comedy was at a coffee shop and I did a whole bunch of like I wouldn't yeah it were probably inappropriate jokes. I said a lot about like fucking jokes and shit like that, and people were like, okay, make it funny now. But it wasn't funny. Yeah. You know? I thought just saying that shit would be funny, but there was no joke behind it. So that's where I learned real quick that it's not just saying funny shit. It actually has to make sense and have a punchline. Yeah. And then I'm just and then that's when I went back to the drawing board and I was like, if I really want to do this, I have to be actually funny. Because <laughs> you know, it's not a good feeling to fucking bomb, dude. But I think it's necessary like in the development I don't I it's not, I don't bomb all the time. Uh, if I'm bombing, it's usually because I'm trying new material mm-hmm. or I'm trying to rewrite something. But like I see people that bomb every week for years, and I'm just like, how the fuck does it feel to you? Does it feel good to bomb all the time? Like I don't know. Like if I bomb all the time, I don't think I'd be like I don't like comedy as much as I do. Like I, uh, I wouldn't. I've always done okay to be honest. Like every time, even when I started, I grew up watching stand up. I've always wanted to be a comic, so I kind of knew. What, how to write a joke and what I was getting into. Whereas there are some people that just get on stage and just do nothing. And they just eat shit for fucking like five minutes at a time. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Does this feel good? Oh, do you no. tell people about this? <laughs> <laughs> do you brag to, you know... And they do. You see fucking open micers that are putting profile pictures from open mics on their fucking profiles. Oh, that's not I bad. have mine as an open mic picture, but it's from when we were doing COVID comedy. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. we were doing comedy during COVID in the back of this bar that doesn't exist anymore. We're in the back in, like, the alley, basically. Oh, that's and cool. it was funny because there's this dude named Jeremiah Nation. And every time he'd get on stage, I swear to God, a train would pass by. Oh, that would piss so, me off. So he would start to say, hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> 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 it would just, It would just stop. <laughs> I can see Jeremiah just being fucking pissed off, dude. Dude, it's funny because you guys ever hear about? Yeah. Like, you can't hear him, and it was the funniest part. But I see people that have been doing comedy for a few months, and then yeah, they're they're holding. I'm a comic now. It's like, do you have five minutes? Are you fucking, you're a comic now, and then um. now you're oh god, now you're throwing shot. Good for you though. Yeah, I I give applause to anybody who's willing to hustle and do their own thing. Uh, I don't have to like their comedy, <laughs> but good for you. I'm glad you're yeah. doing good. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, Make, making five minutes is kind of hard. Huh? People don't know that. Yeah, to do five minutes of and when it's, I say five minutes, I don't mean you could tell jokes for five minutes. I mean five minutes of material that works that is just gonna destroy. And it's just like five minutes. Yeah. And then the thing is, it has to have like kind of like a continuity to it. Like uh, you're building the story, or you're building that like that your set, right? Because you could have five minutes of just like single jokes, like ha 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 ha. But I kind of want to take a ride sometimes whenever I'm, I'm I'm listening to comedy. Like with your set right now, I really like it. That's why I want you. That's why you're gonna be on the show. I think you're. <laughs> I think your set right now is so fucking funny, bro. But that's just because I like that type of comedy. Yeah. You know? I don't want to tell people too much too much about your set right now. But uh, uh, nobody knows who I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but Eric has this super funny fucking set about um <laughs> about about domestic violence, and I love it. Oh, <laughs> and that's the hard part too, is because like I'm, I'm I make kind of fucked up jokes sometimes and. 
I don't want to be an edgelord. Uh, so some people are like, uh, there are some comics that just say raunchy things that aren't really funny, ah. but they're just wild things to say in public. And that some people find that funny. I don't. Um, Do you think that's like kind of like doing the fart joke on movies? In a weird sense. Yeah. It's just like, it's not that it's a fart joke. It's like if you so if you show someone actually farting uh. like into, the, into the camera, you'd be like, it's kind of funny, but it's mostly kind of gross. And I didn't expect it. But yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give a little chuckle right at the end. Fuck, yeah, dude. but there's like some comics that've been doing it for years that are just more like edge lords, like shot comedy, and just like I don't know. I like people that write out a joke and write out a premise and work it out, and you know, yeah. there's misdirection in it or something. That's hard, dude. It, honestly, it's fucking hard. Uh, some people, I I think it's easier for others. I think it's easier for people that have like that artistic and you know fucking. Um, literature background where they used to read hella books or whatever and they just know how to word it but sometimes with jokes like that to me they get a bit too wordy and then that's where it's like you have to know your crowd and how to talk to them and you got to throw in that slang or you know cut off like half a fucking minute of your joke oh yeah honestly i've changed words depending on the audience like if it's more of a mixed crowd, I'll say like more of a slang word. Or if it's more white people, I'll be like, all right, let me just change this word. Let me see. Let me be professional. <laughs> yeah. If they're professional, they're just not going to respond to a certain word sometimes. Yeah. But also, I'll use it the source because you can't be repeating words and jokes. And then also, editing is always important. It's always yeah. good to edit a joke. Yeah. Because there was a joke I was doing that was taking too long. I, I cut out the first like two sentences and it works better. I was like, okay. I could have just done. I didn't need this whole fucking setup. They don't need a reason. I mean, sometimes they need a reason as to why the joke's up, but like sometimes you have to look at it. But like, I don't, they'll get the joke if I cut this part out. Like, this is the main part of the joke. I don't need this setup. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you're the one that taught me that. For, you, you're the one that taught me that at um, the Rocking Horse. Oh, because that. I was doing, I was doing that, um, that, uh, not all pimps look like a Cat Williams joke. And then I, my, del- just the setup for that was so long, so long, and so like, just too long um and you told me it's like what's funny about that like what's what are you trying to make a joke that and then you're i was like well i'm, <laughs> I'm such a dick cat, cat, will, <laughs> cat will you know not all not all pimps look like cat williams and then he then you're like okay that's funny then say that you know get there faster and ever since i did that it, the jokes has been, the joke has been a lot funnier yeah a lot funnier uh, because I don't lose the crowd in the bullshit, you know, in the in the front of the of the buildup anymore. Now I could get to my I get through the the buildup pretty fast now, and then drop the bomb, drop the punchline, and it's been getting good. I, I'm honestly really happy that I've had the the people that I have had on on open mics. Like I would consider everyone a mentor, not everyone, but most people, because yeah. I take I take. Practically every I try to learn from everybody, bro, because at the end of the day, this is very um, I feel that stand up, dude, just being involved in the game. It's very it's very fun. It's not I wouldn't even say it's like super cutthroat. It might be, but I feel like Like, not an R scene, but I definitely feel like it's a lot of a. I, it could be a lot of like jealousy, a lot of like pretentiousness, and just a whole bunch of like I'm bigger than you. I've been doing it longer than you, so yeah, a lot you of know, egos in it. It's weird. Yeah, you have a big egos, very yeah. big. Which egos. is which is weird to have a big ego and not make a living off it. It's like if you're gonna have an ego, you better be a traveling comic that's making money. You're not a millionaire, but if you're able to pay your bills and 
tour and stuff like that, then I would, that's fine. Get, you have a little bit of an ego, but if, if you're a fucking open micer, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, it's crazy because I was having that thought, I that thought earlier out earlier on today. It was how much money do you really need to be making um, in stand up a week to be considered an actual fucking comic? I say that you have to be at least making. 300 a week like a, a week i, I mean to be a comic yeah. it's not, as soon as you get on stage to me you're a comic if you do it consistently you're a comedian oh just okay. like um i like that what about you like but being proper like a proper like a like, professional getting paid yeah which like, is only like a thousand of but like i don't know if you're making money off comedy any money you make is good but i don't know my living like i would like to make eighty thousand dollars a year doing comedy oh because that that means i get to have my own schedule i get yeah. to go on tours and stuff like that but I don't. I mean, my job. I make sixty thousand now, so it's, I'm, no. not, I'm not asking a lot. It's just like, which what? I mean, adding twenty k. Do you, you think you could do twenty k in comedy? I think crazier things have happened. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real, honestly, <laughs> crazy it has happened, dude. That's hard, dude. That would be fucking. I, I don't. I don't like saying hard, but. I think it would be kind of enjoyable. It'd be a journey to try to fucking make twenty k just off of just. Jokes. I mean, it, honestly, I, I was tracking how much I make this year, and I already made more than I did last year doing comedy. Nice. So hopefully, if that keeps happening, then you know you'll eventually it'll get somewhere. Yeah. But also, like, I like doing comedy just because it's fun. Like, I like it's like uh, I don't know, man. It's like I I lost a lot of weight before, mm-hmm. and uh, going like doing comedy is kind of like going to the gym. Like, it's very, like, you get better at it the more you go. Yeah. You get stronger, but sometimes your ass hurts. Ah! <laughs> like, yeah. it's going to hurt sometimes. But, like, uh, yeah, dude, it's just, it's just fun to do. It's just a very fun art form. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and you get respect from people. Like, that's, the, that's yeah. another thing is that most of the comics that I'm friends with, uh, I started with, but also I respect a lot of them. And if I don't respect you, normally I'm not, we're friends. I'm not a dick, but it's yeah. like, I'm not going to take your opinion on a joke. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, I guess, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what you think is funny? Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, man. What other cool ideas you got? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, dude. So how long have you been doing comedy? Four years or something. Four years? Nice. That's a solid time to be doing comedy now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it was during COVID. I'm so glad that we had a place to do comedy during COVID. Uh, during Barmageddon. Yeah. Yeah, it was still open. And I miss it because it's closed now, but we were smoking in the bar. Like, we were fucking smoking cigarettes and shit. There's a picture on my Instagram of me smoking, playing pool. And uh, that was taken during COVID. And I was like, fuck, I wish. I mean, I quit smoking cigarettes, too. That's a bummer. Oh, nice. Um, no, it's not. I got this bitch now. But they took me my menthols, so it's been a struggle. Oh, fuck. No more menthols. No more Newport stock. Fuck. fuck you're hurting the culture right there. Can I smoke this inside or no? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. Go ahead. It's not any of that cannabis, is it? Goddamn weed smokers out here. Oh yeah, that's what I bought this. I love uh, I love going to pop up shows, oh, the sessions. Like, where, where do you where do you get your shrooms from? If you don't say your dealer out loud, uh, like, from a person or do you go play like? I have um, I have um, a plug from Portland. Shout out, you what know who the you fuck? Are. And then um, some guys from Fresno. They have they actually have like a whole bunch of pop up like shroom conventions in Fresno. House of Shrooms. I I might I I can't I can't be completely. F- completely i was like i follow him on instagram that's where uh oh. <laughs> i was like yeah house of room shout out to you i met you uh, yesterday you were cool yeah. as fuck um <laughs> september select also has some shrooms he's he's a, he's um it's a a business out here um in porterville but i don't 
My thing is, I think shrooms should be devoured naturally. Like, they shouldn't be in chocolate or in gummy form. Me, Why? Per- me personally, I just... The best trip I had was a gummy one. Like, it was... Really? It was the perfect... Like, I took four of them. They're all point fours. No, I think I took four or five. I can't remember if it was four. I think it might have been five. And, uh... Dude, I had a great trip. <laughs> Well, that was like because you almost ate two grams, right? I was like literally two grams because I wasn't. I don't want to see anything. I like just vibing out, but this uh, was like on the edge of seeing things. Oh, so like the you're just edgy. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was edging. I was edging my fucking. I'm on the spectrum, just like fucking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, that was my favorite. But I love the come down, like you know the vibe where it's like everything is just you're happy. You're yeah, you're yeah, so yeah, happy you're just for like no hella reason. Hella mellow, right? Dude, yeah, I fucking way better than weed, huh? It's honestly, it's just different. It's not that it's better. But also, I smoke weed every day. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten high three times today. It's fucking one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh! I, I got high at 5 a.m. <laughs> and then I got high at 10 a.m. And then I got high before I came over here because I went to go have lunch. Like, oh, nice. So I was like, yeah, dude. Like, so weed hits me differently as opposed to shrooms. So shrooms are still new. It's not a thing I do all the time, but I do do it uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Are there any drugs you wish you could do publicly that were more acceptable that aren't? Any drugs? Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Like, not heroin. Because nah. <laughs> nobody, does, nobody, does nobody does a little bit of heroin, but, like, I would do a little bit of cocaine. Like, <laughs> just, 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 they should just have, like, plates of, of cocaine just out there in the middle of the dance floor. Just have little dancers. I just, I think, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think cocaine is acceptable as long as you don't do it every day. I think I think everyone in California does cocaine. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of cocaine, bro. When I came back from the fucking, when I came oh back God. from fucking um, Germany, I didn't know how bad the cocaine epidemic was in Cal in America. I would say, yeah, um, definitely in California. I was like, M- y'all just out here doing doing lines of blow like it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's weed co- like, like it's weed if cocaine feels like a weed in the year 2005 like oh, it's illegal but your people were still kind of doing it like i used to well, i used to drive around before it was 100 i'll drive around well, it's always been like kind of legal here but i drive around like smoking a blunt in my car like i would go for drives to smoke blunts yeah and uh it was just normal yeah it was just normal to go drive to the bank and back and just smoke a blunt yeah yeah, that's why. Like, would you go? Drive? I had to go to the bank, but I just want to smoke a blunt. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, just, just light up the. <laughs> I dude, I used to love smoking weed, and that was one of my favorite things to do. Just roll up a fatty, put the AC on with my windows cracked, nice music, maybe some, some, um, what is it? Currency, some old school currency, just some shit like some real player shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like roll around, just. Accidentally ashing on me on myself because I'm stoned <laughs> in a <above. laughs> But that's Fucking why I'm glad I don't smoke that much weed anymore because that shit gets expensive, dog. Not anymore, bro. Now is a good time to smoke because you could just buy ounces. See, and that's why I, I'm. Uh, what are you getting your ounces for? A hundred bucks, a hundred. <laughs> what are Depending. you smoking, mids, dog? Fucking never. Uh, <laughs> fuck it, this is California, dude. I mean, you can get greenhouse. I mean, let's like, say the most of. I want some real good shit. I pay like one forty. Ah, uh, that's a fair price. For but I mean, we're getting shit. an ounce, and I was like, I still buy off the streets. Like this, Alien Labs vape pen. I bought it at a pop up yesterday. This was ten dollars in a shop. This is forty to fifty bucks, and it's a fucking rip off because they're selling it to the shop. For like fifteen dollars, and the, the shop's gonna double the price and add like another twenty bucks on top of it because fuck you. That's don't give them the recipe now, dog. <laughs> no, I, t- I ever tell everybody, don't buy off the shops. Go to the streets. 
fuck this 26% tax. Why are we being taxed 26%? Because I like weed. They don't do that for alcohol. They don't do that for women's makeup or something. Why is weed such a high tax? Like, it's not fair. You're Because they know they're going to be able to get it. Yeah, and then, honestly, I'm just... You're not going to get it from me. I'm going to go to the pop-up shops. Like, <laughs> Facts. I mean, why would we want to put out local... Why would we want to put out local drug dealers? They need houses. They have families. We need to support their fucking... <laughs> we need to support their families. I mean, honestly, I mean, I shop local. I also went to a farmer's market recently. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm the same with my weed. It's like, yeah. Isn't the- it crazy, like, how drug culture is just fucking changing? Because now even... Now, because even shrooms have that fucking... That... That like it's farmers market kind of those pop up locations. That's what I went to yesterday. Like I got the gummies, um, some polka dots. They're uh, in a nice little tin can, and they had the chocolate bars. And my girl likes regular mushrooms, so we bought those off a of house of shrooms, dude. And I like him because he's mad professional. Mm-hmm. He's just like these are twenty, these are twenty five, these are thirty, these are forty. And then he broke down why each one was it. And I liked him the most because he was the only one not selling weed. Whereas oh. everybody was somebody, but this dude just like, nah, I do shrooms only. And I was like, he's a professional. Yeah. You know, he's not even fucking with weed. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, actually. that's perfect. And yeah. then somebody there was like selling Molly and shit. And I was like, ah, what? Yeah. Was, 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 did it look like sand? I don't, <laughs> dude, honestly, it looked weird because I didn't know. I thought it was Coke. And I was like, oh, oh what's this? He's like, oh, that's Molly. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want to be ripped off of fucking Molly. I've never done Molly. I mean, oh. I just don't, I don't know anything about pharmaceuticals. That's why I don't do them. Yeah. I, Molly comes from a tree. It comes from tree bark. So Real does DMT. Molly. I was like, so does DMT, and that shit's fun. Oh, God. I've never done DMT. Dude, I'm scared. I'm scared. Shout, shout out to Barry Pavelitis. You'll never see this. Uh, <laughs> Barry, uh, he has DMT. I don't know where he acquires it, but it's like straight, like powdered DMT. I know Barry. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Barry, Barry just acquires it. I don't know where he gets it from. And I was the first time I did DMT, and the only time I did DMT was with Barry. And... Uh, he, it came, I thought it was, once again, cocaine. Everything looks like cocaine to me. Yeah. <laughs> There's different sizes of cocaine. But, uh, <laughs> this one's a little bit more crystal Yeah. And then he was just like, you ready? And Barry's hitting this shit like it's weed. So I take one hit and it feels like mushrooms. Whereas like, it, like oh. it feels like you're like in the middle of a mushroom high and it's fun. You're like, hey. And then I went outside and I smoked a cigarette and I came back. I was like, let me do another hit because I thought it was going to be like the same first time feeling and it wasn't. It just stacks on top of the other one. And then that's when you start seeing fucking patterns. Oh, fuck. Barry's talking to me and there was this dude named Joseph there who used to do comedy here. And they're both talking to me. I could see their words going downstairs next to me. Oh. And uh, dude, that was a wild ass trip. (laughs) But it's cool because I like DMT because I'm a busy person and that thing only lasts like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Like, people want to do acid. Like, that's 12 hours. I like, do. I'm a parent. I don't have 12 hours. Yeah. No, acid. It's hard enough to get yeah. me out here. Uh, it, it was. It was. It was definitely hard to get you out yeah, here. Yeah. It's like, I got to fucking coordinate and shit. Like, it's yeah. a pain in the ass. So, yeah, I don't have 12 hours to just trip. Yeah. No, 12 hours to trip is a lot. That's why I like shrooms. I, I, whenever I, yeah. I started psychedelics, I, my first psychedelic that I did was acid, and I did it inside my barracks. <laughs> they had acid there yesterday, too, and they got, he had oh. 100 tabs. I look, they look these little. They look like the little cap gun things. Mm-hmm. It looked like those. And I looked. And I was like, my girl's like, what's that? I was like, that, that's acid, huh? And he goes, yeah, it's fucking acid. Oh. Like, How many hits? That's a hundred hits right there. And I was like, holy Ooh, shit, dude. That's a good that's, time. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't do more than. Like I wouldn't do more than than four. That's tabs fucking of acid insane. At a time, depending on how strong they are, but definitely not more, anything more than four tabs at a time. 
Because if you do five, you might not come back. See, what is that? Like, I don't get it. So, like, when you you lose your mind, I would say, dude, honestly, the first after the first time that I've done acid, I just look life is different for me. Um, and then even sometimes even visually, some shit would be like, mm, it would kind of like curve or something. Like reality is a little distorted. I know it sounds crazy. Like even now, like today, like. No, no, no. Oh, it only happens it? once in a while. It's not, it, and I really have to focus. Like maybe if I focus really hard, the walls start like moving. But that might, might be just because I have fucked up eye vision. Yeah. But you know who knows? I didn't notice it until after I did acid because then that's whenever I found out that the shit is actually moving all the time. You know? Oh, like, the particles and yeah, all the like, yeah, because yeah, of energy and shit, bro. I'm telling you, all that shit's real, dog. Oh, yeah, I believe in that. Like, everything, like, this is just matter put together. Like, Stop, fool. This shit does matter, fool. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you ever see the that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, I was, I was watching yeah. that show with my girl, and I just love when that dude tries to run through a wall. That's what I think of matter. Every time I think of, like, shit, I get all existential and shit, I'm just like, fuck, I wish we could run through walls, because we're all just matter. We're all just a bunch of atoms put together. Why can't we run through walls? Uh, no, you got to be the flash to do that, dude. Fuck. <laughs> well, you know, the, the if you think quiet thoughts, you'll be quiet. I don't know what that means. What's a quiet thought? Oh, that's like, so just silence. If you think of silence, if you think of, like, feathers falling, like, just quiet things and you have to be like in a quiet like circumstance like say you're hiding in a bush jerking off right <laughs> <laughs> oh like you were when i walked up i was like hey, what are you doing here dude <laughs> oh eric you're finally here <laughs> you're you <late>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but I, that's what um the cia and shit did did shit like that they trot their troops how to do shit like that just you know they said that whenever you want to be stronger you have to think about the color red what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know when I'm at the gym and I, I want to get stronger. I do the Goggins method. Oh, like you ever you like Goggins? No, go ahead. Yeah, David I, God, you know who he is David Goggins. I, I've fucking, heard of him. The dude, he lost a bunch of weight. He was like a Navy SEAL and oh. all this bullshit. That fool that fucking runs at four in the morning every day. That, that psychopath, yeah, that yeah. just screams at people. Oh like, God! He, he does he does his method like reaching the cookie jars. Like when you feel weak and everything, you start thinking about things that they're good moments, but also bad moments. And when you couldn't accomplish something. And how it made you feel, and that kind of fuels you. So there have been times when I've started losing weight. I'd be in the gym, and I feel like I can't make it. And I think of really angry thoughts. I'm going to start crying. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. And start, like, <laughs> start doing box jumps. I'm just like, it's a weird way, of work, but it worked. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I want to keep doing this method, but I can't keep tearing up at the gym. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't it bad whenever you're... <laughs> Isn't it horrible? Fuck you, Mr. Hernandez. Like, <laughs> I'm just like going back to fifth grade. Like, <laughs> Shit. Fuck you, Mr. Nevis. I'm just like upset, bro. <laughs> I do comedy now. <laughs> I'm not a failure. <laughs> I make zero dollars and I do open mics. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you said I'd be nothing and you were kind of right. Like, like <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's a that's a weird. Like I like, but I like shit like that. Like I like forcing yourself to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I think like even doing this. Like I don't like doing a podcast. That's why I don't do them. But it's because it's not that I don't like doing them. I'm just I'm lazy. I don't want to get up. I'm about to drive somewhere. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. a lazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you're you're getting. But out this of your is fun. Like this is legit fun. Yeah, I, I think I think podcasts are fun, dude. I I I love it. It just depends on like who you're doing it with. Because if I would have, if I would do like a super professional podcast and I have to watch everything that I'm fucking saying, I don't think I would have that much fun. You know. Um, when are you, are you gonna have on your first gay, uh, ho or gay 
my my person. First gay person. Like I, think you should, our, I think honestly, I already had him with Anthony Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Anthony. That was staring at me too hard, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Rivers, dude. He's yeah, one. Of, he's someone I would do a podcast with. I, that's a I pitched a podcast with me and him to that Canoodle Studio yeah. in Bakersfield. Shout out Jesse. Uh, I fucking um, I love Rivers. He's one of my favorite people. I think, dude. Honestly, <laughs> I think you guys would do good. Uh, do a good podcast. What would you think well, if you would do that podcast with him? What would you guys do? Honestly, I, I just told him like, yo, let's talk about what we ate this last week. <laughs> like, what'd you have for dinner? How to make you feel? Do you yeah. feel shitty? Like, just stupid shit like that. I think that'd be full. Like, just just you two, no guests. Honestly, I'm okay with guests, but most of my favorite podcasts don't have guests. Yeah. I, also, I, I want to do a solo one. Like, uh, like, what the fuck is that dude's name that got canceled? Chris D'Elia. Like, oh. I, lo- I listen to his podcast sometimes. He's, he's awesome. He's very funny. I don't know what he does in his spare time, but <laughs> 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 it makes me laugh, bro. <laughs> like, what about your racist shit? <laughs> no, he's accused of being like a, a groomer or something. I'm not a sure. Groomer? Oh, man, that's. A lot, of, a lot more shit of that shit has, has been popping up. I could definitely see it. I could definitely see these people being groomers and shit. I mean, I don't, man. I don't, I'm so against younger scary. people. Like, I want, I won't even date bitches younger like than 26. I can't imagine grooming somebody. So you're telling me you wouldn't date, you wouldn't bang an 18 year old? I'd feel kind of weird, probably because I have a kid. because oh. I mean, my kid's fucking four. She's not close to 18, but also just like. I kind of have to, like, I could fuck somebody. That's not, I'm lying. I could totally fuck somebody. But <laughs> but I also, I, <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't know if I would be, sometimes uh, when a girl has a shitty attitude or they're dumb or something, I can't be into them no matter how hot they are. Oh. So, I mean, if they were, like, younger, but also, like, I'm not going to date you. Like, what are we going to talk about, bitch? Like, I dumb shit. shit I just want to, I should be answering her her dumb questions. Like, who's Dustin Diamond? It's like, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you know, don't what's that about is? Like. Oh no! Like, who, who's this Marty McFly? Like, what the oh, fuck no. you mean? Like, if I gotta if I gotta answer who Marty McFly is, I'm gonna end a relationship. Oh, like, I don't, no. <laughs> I don't, I can't just be with a young girl. I don't know. It's what weird. What if she just like gets you out of your comfort zone, and now you're just doing TikTok dances with her in the middle of a, a Target? God, <laughs> like, dude. I, I have a goal of not to do a TikTok dance until I have abs. So I'm never, nice. <laughs> I'm never doing it until I start ripping off my shirt like Burt Kreischer. Then I'm uh, never gonna do a TikTok. That takes so much self confidence, bro. I don't have, yeah, I don't have that kind of confidence. Uh, so, I, are you taking your shirt off at the beach? Yeah, I just okay, start. You're, yeah, you're, you're confident. Enough. I just started taking my shirt off literally like this year. I went to the pool the other day and I did it for the first time. I was like, oh, this is wild. It feels good. Well, uh, yeah, growing up, I've always been fat. I was like 300. The last time I weighed myself where I was really heavy was 308. Wow, and dude. I didn't go on a diet. That wasn't like I'm ending it today. It's like, no, I'm ending weighing myself today. And then I just, I didn't weigh myself for like a while after that. I'm assuming I must have gotten bigger. But I started working in a packing house and I lost 50 pounds doing that. Nice. And then uh, I stopped eating like a pile of shit. <laughs> nice that's that's normally what it is dude the eating hat like even now like i eat terribly like i still eat too much candy i uh, had two ice creams before i came over here yeah two ice cream and then yeah. i drank this thing so i've had like 100 grams of sugar in me already fuck you're a fucking snacker huh dog? dude that's my shit like yeah, me too. i think that's an american thing you think so oh 100 percent, bro because yeah. like in other countries they have like an american aisle and it's oh, just like do. it's just like sweets just sweets it but, is and cookies and chips oh. or like i didn't notice is that um <clears throat> In America, we have hella cereals, whereas in other countries, they have, like, three. Yeah. Dude, hey, you know, that, that is fucking crazy because me, me and my wife, my wife always brings that up. She's like, I can't believe you eat cereal. Like, I was all, 
what? Cereal's fucking delicious. You you haven't even had any Fruity Pebbles. They don't have Fruity Pebbles out in London, dude. They don't have that shit in the UK. They don't have that shit in, in Germany or Italy. They don't what have they? no Fruity Pebbles. No. What are they eating for breakfast? Two slices of uh, cold cuts and a piece of fucking bread. <laughs> that's wild. That's, that's what Europeans eat, just like slices of cold cuts, maybe some bread and jam. You know, real, real, like, European-y. Huh. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I'm not going to lie. I like the European lifestyle, dog. It's fun. It's, it's, you don't do shit, really. I mean, I'm very European, I guess. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd make, you look European, dog. You look I, like you belong I've in Italy. Called, I've gotten called Arabic a lot. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely, 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 yeah. Which I always thought that was weirdly racist. <laughs> Weirdly, weirdly yeah. enough. Like, you look Arabic. I was like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'll fucking bomb you right now, Dude, dog? Like, I, don't ha- I don't have a beeper on me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no headset. <laughs> oh, no. That's fucking funny. Do you, like, you're Mexican, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever get confused for Puerto Rican? No, I don't, get, I don't get confused for Puerto Rican. I get confused for a white boy. And then I also get confused for uh, like being Middle Eastern, like a Moroccan sort of person. Whenever oh, I can see it's like a Moroccan. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I'm overseas. Like if you wore like a shirt that was half buttoned with a gold chain, you'd be Moroccan as fuck. Like, oh, that was my style back in <laughs> Europe, dude. You could pass as Armenian. Like, yeah. could... Oh, no. Armenians are cool, I guess. I have one Armenian homie and he's the reason I say stogies. Stogies? Yeah. Nice. He was from, he was white. He looked very white, but he was very fucking Armenian. And uh, hey, let's go take, let's go smoke, smoke stogie, you know. <laughs> He's Russian Armenian or some bullshit. Is that like what it, is that a thing? I, you know, I don't. I've never heard of it, but it sounds really cool. Yeah, it sounds like Asian fusion. Fucking blue eyes, fucking blonde hair, white boy looking, but fucking super into the culture. Oh, like a weddle, like how we have weddles and shit oh, that are super okay. paisa. Yeah. yeah, he was super Armenian, dude. Nice. Dude, do you think is do you think it's crazy? That how Mexican culture is like kind of taking over. I I say we see it more so here in California, but I could see it happening. We had Peso Pluma, like a straight up Mexican, like like for real, bro, from the Rancho dog, right? He was an SNL. The fuck is that? Saturday Night Live. No, fuck it, the Rancho Cucamonga. Well, right? Oh, you peso, peso pluma. Oh, okay. You you haven't heard of bro? Any I don't, songs? I'm not super Mexican, which I wish I was, because then I could probably build a following easier. But I just wasn't raised that way. Like I grew uh, up. Like my my both my parents spoke. My mom's from Mexico. Her fault. She didn't speak Spanish. But she's always spoke to me in English. My dad speaks perfect English. Like uh, everybody in the house, but I never had to speak Spanish. Oh, okay. And the most racism I get in my life is from other Mexicans. Yeah, one hundred ten percent. That's how they are. That's how we are. speak Spanish. It's like I don't know, man. Never had to. <laughs> and they just look at you with the face of disgust, like this fucking. <laughs> oh, the the worst people, the old Mexican. I used to work at AT and T back in the day. They would come into the store and, ¿Por qué no hablo español? And I was like, go back to your country. Oh, <laughs> got him. Yeah. Got him. They'd be like, ¿Qué? I'd be like, nothing. Uh, nothing. In español, lato. Yeah, and Maria, come help this motherfucker. <laughs> like I don't know what they want. Tell them that we don't have any more papas con queso. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. But yeah. no, that's one of those things I wish I, I wish I was more in the culture. I wish I was raised with it more, but man, what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> dude, you're in California. You're surrounded by it, to be well, honest with now you. Now, people like me are bigger now, where it's just like, I'm a Mexican, but I don't speak Spanish. And uh, there's this comedian, I can't remember his name, uh, but he has a funny joke. He's like, my dad calls me Nintendo. 
because they were saying, hey, no Nintendo. Like, what it was like a funny joke about not knowing Spanish. And it was very funny. But I was like, see, there's more people like me. And that's cool. But that is growing cool. up, it was, yeah, like, I was not the real Mexican. Ah, oh, man. I, I remember growing up, did you, you didn't. You didn't get bullied for being Mexican, did you? No, nah, you grew up around a bunch of Mexicans. I got yeah. bullied for being fat. Like, yeah, was, yeah. But yeah. also, it's at the point where, like, I'm supposed to go to a, a wedding in Mexico, and I'm uncomfortable. I'm just like, dude, I don't... What if I get robbed? Just, <laughs> oh, no, no. They won't rob you. Bullshit. They'll take a look at, they'll take a look at you and be like, huh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <You> don't talk. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you hear my accent, they're like, oh, he's not from here. <laughs> get him. Get and, uh, yeah, dude. Just like, uh, it's very weird to be... Scared to go to a country where your family came from. Oh man, dude, how I wonder how that. I I'm grateful that I speak Spanish and then I I mean I'm not like completely 110 percent connected with my like Mexican roots, but I listen to the music. I'm part of the culture. I could fucking dance, dog. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I bought you real fun. For, for real, <laughs> you already know me, dude. See, I wish I was more the culture because I like the, the Mexican women were my favorites growing up. Oh, really? But they didn't like me because I wasn't Mexican. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, it is what it is. Uh, nah, fuck it's that. Not, like, do you want <laughs> So you don't want to be an American? Is what you're saying, bitch? <laughs> Get him. Is that what Get you're telling me? <laughs> Get him. That's awesome, dude. But yeah, yeah, you learn. You live and you learn, dude. I th- um I think that there is more tolerance being being um brought up in America. I feel like um because I remember <sighs> that whenever I was growing up in middle school and shit like that, it was it felt sometimes I felt bad for being so Mexican, you know? Huh. Because I grew up in a in a Spanish speaking home and you know, Blue's Clues taught me how to speak English, dog. <laughs> so fuck, that must be wild. Yeah, so it, I was just kind of. Um, Were you just opening letters like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking my mom if I could do the dance and looking for the salt and pepper. <laughs> Blue's Clues, dog. Oh no, but Is yeah, that, I, fuck, you learned English watching. Blue. Yeah, I hear people from other countries learn English watching like yeah American shit. Yeah, I, I really, I really was part of that. Um, I was an ELS kid growing up. Um, if I was still in school, I'd probably still be an ELS. You know, it's I, ESL, bro. It's really English it's second e- language. E- ESL? Was I saying it wrong? You E-L? said ELS. <laughs> it was like English language second. Uh, I maybe he's saying it in Spanish. We <laughs> said we said the second time. I was like, oh wait, am I correct? <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm right. I'm like, you mean ESL, bro? Like, ESL. Fucking- ESL, ESL. I'm sending you back to class, bro. Fuck, <laughs> dude, I, dude I, I need to go back to school, dog. I, I, I definitely do. What age did you come here, though? I was born here. Oh. I was born here. But, but you were just grew up in a Mexican household. Yeah, just, just like- everything everything was just Mexican. Mexican AF. Uh, which was cool. You know, I grew up like I, I grew up going to my uncle's ranch every fucking day because my dad made me, you know, fucking around with the chickens and goats and shit like that. That was cool. So you um, didn't have a sitter is what you're telling me. No, no. I <laughs> Go Probably play with not. the chickens. Always with the. Until your mom gets home. <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. No, my mom was my mom was stay at home for a good a good while of of my life. Um, but yeah, I just. But going back to middle school and stuff, I kind of felt bad for being so Mexican because then I couldn't do like what, um, the whiteies were doing or the Americans. I would say, which was. And eating, you grew up here. Yeah, I grew up in Porterville. Yeah. Uh, which was eating like spaghetti and shit like that and having dog. I didn't eat spaghetti until I was probably fucking 
like 12. <laughs> See, and that's wild. My grandma makes some fire-ass spaghetti. Oh, nice. And I didn't know it was an Italian food until I got older. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, it was just a thing in our house. And I was like, oh, Italians do this too. That's cool. And there's like, well, it's their thing. It's like, oh, uh, don't tell my grandma. Uh, <laughs> dude, I always thought, for real, I always thought like Italian like pasta food was all American food. like Right? Because every time I would go over to my next door neighbor's house, like I had a white neighbor for a while. Well, they were like. Mexican-American, but, like, probably, like, third generation, so they're probably, they're Americans to me. Yeah, they've been here for a minute. Yeah. So, I would go over to their house, and their house always smelled like fucking spaghetti, dude. And I would be so jealous, because they never invited me to eat no fucking spaghetti. What assholes. (laughs) See, then again, I never asked. That's cool, like, being a little Mexican, like, did you hang out? Were there other Mexicans? There's other Mexicans. It's Portable, bro. There has to be other Mexicans you can chill with. Yeah, no, I definitely, well, that was my thing. I would hang out with Mexicans and Americans, right? And but for some weird reason, I would always feel like kind of bad hanging out with the Americans because I was never like fully integrated with them because I didn't do American culture and shit like that. And then the same thing with the Mexican foods because the Mexican foods were still wearing their botas and their shit like that. And I wasn't, bro. I was wearing my DC shoes trying to skate and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So it is a cold. My best friend is more. It's very weird. I got a best friend who grew up super Mexican like that. But then he's also American. Like, we, we grew up best friends. Like, he would dress normal. But then he became super conservative, but also super Mexican at the same time. Like, when Trump got into office, he's a Trump supporter. Oh, no. And he started dating a white woman, which I think is what happened. He was, it's not that he was liberal. He was just not political at all until he started dating his white girl. Then he became a Trump supporter. And that was funny. <laughs> and then, uh, but also at the same time, he's also super paisa. Like, he'll post bachete uh, bullshit and... He goes to the Mexican concerts, which is great. That's tight. Yeah. But it just made me laugh. I was like, how do you get more racist and Mexican at the same time? <laughs> like it's very, but I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I didn't know you were concerned. But also, I wish Trump was never around, but not because he did anything bad in general. It just it made it weird for a few years with my best friend and other people uh, in my family. It just like, I wish people didn't care about politics. Like, that was fucking weird. I love the fact that people care about politics because it's just it's nice needed drama in the world. <laughs> I yeah. So some, but sometimes it's like just taking it too fucking far though. I definitely agree with that. Like like uh, the next couple of years, next within this next towards the end of this year and next year, there's gonna be nothing but political jokes at the fucking open mics. It's gonna be uh, fucking. It's gonna be the shitty part of com- like for those years that Trump was in office. All comment, a lot of comedy, was just politics jokes, and then. Just woe is me stories. Uh, and it was not I, a fun. It was not a fun few years of comedy. Yeah, I hate that shit, dude. I don't like. I was telling Anthony last time he was here. I don't want to hear your fucking weeps, bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck, dog. I'm going through some shit too. Make me laugh. Like, if you're gonna be talking shit about yourself, make that shit fucking funny, dude. Don't. I don't want to hear your twenty minutes of like I. This happened to me, and then I was touched there. I didn't really want to be touched there. You know, okay, sorry, dude. I don't give a fuck, dog. Yeah. Okay? I, I mean, got touched there, but I wish they touched me better. Now, that's funny, you know? So, something. something. Yeah, just make a joke. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird... Sorry that bad things happen to you, but you should be on a blog. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be at an open mic doing five minutes in front of people who probably don't care. Like, it's a sad story, but I don't care. Like, yeah. Well, I'm just tired of people not trying to be funny. Like, if you're just going to go to an open mic and talk, you shouldn't be there. 
No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Because there are people that showed up. Like, I drive an hour to go to an open mic, and I work on the set list. I work on jokes. I have new material that I'm going to do. And there's people who are just like, I'm just going to go up there and talk and, you know, see how it goes. I'm probably going to talk to the crowd. I was like, yeah, because that's what people came here for. <laughs> so some fucking dude who's not really a comic can ask him questions and try to joke with them. It's fucking stupid. I hate yeah. it. But isn't that like kind of like you have to work on your crowd work sort of thing? But I don't I don't know whether doing it like at open mics is the right no. thing. I think cr- because crowd work. I don't want to talk shit or anything, but crowd work is pretty fucking easy if you ask. If you ask me, I mean, sometimes you get a dry crowd and you really have to pull from them. But if it's a it's a lively crowd and it's someone fun and you're fucking fast enough on your toes, then you could really make that show fucking super enjoyable. But if you're relying just on crowd work for your shows, I don't know. I know I I. I, I don't know, but then you have Anthony Schultz, uh, not Anthony, but Andrew Schultz, where all his stuff is crowd work, you well, know? See, that's what people are fucking up on, is that these guys are doing crowd work. The professionals, they've been they've been doing comedy so long that they're doing crowd work, but they're also leaning the person into what they want to talk about. Cause ah, yes, I see. Yeah, yes. they're, they're leading them somewhere, where it's like, there's somebody like, like Ethan Wallen. I love Ethan because he's good at crowd work, but the, Ethan's mostly done crowd work since he started. When I started doing comedy, Ethan was already in crowd work. That was four years ago. So, but th- that's why he's so much better. But, dude, crowd work to me is hard. Like, I'm not good at crowd work. I'm good at roasting, but that's not the point of crowd work. Oh, yeah. I definitely need, dude. I, I, I think sh- crowd work should be saved until people are, like, at least eight, nine years in, ten years in. Oh. And then they get, like, to where, like, your jokes are just there. And I could talk to you. And then I know when to end it. And I can go, okay. Well, is that like this? And then I could lead you into a joke. Mm. And like I've done that before where if somebody's talking, I'll fuck with them. And then I'll lead them back into what I was talking about in general. But, like you know, unless you're good at it, uh, it shouldn't be. But then there's like people like Rory Scoville, who's a comic. He does crowd work a lot. He's very good at it. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Ian Bag. Ian Bag. I think that's his name. Is that, that British? He goes on your mom's house a lot. And he's Tom's, one of Tom's greatest friends. He does crowd work. He's at the well. A while back, but he does crowd work a lot. He's fucking great at it. Nice. So there are people that, yeah, they, I think it's, I think it's a thing you can do, but you have to be seasoned. You have to have a set. You have to be, you have to, you have to be able to murder for like thirty minutes with just material before you can start doing crowd work. Are <sighs> they like Nimesh Patel is one of my favorite comics. Nimesh Patel. Nimesh Patel. Nimesh Patel. He's just an Indian dude out of <laughs> New York. He was the first Indian writer at SNL. Very funny dude. Nice. Yeah. That's fucking respectable. <laughs> dude, he's he's very fucking funny, and. uh yeah, he would post his crowd work clips, and his were fucking hilarious. He's very smart. He has a lot of doctor cousins and shit, so he'd go back and forth uh, arguing with healthcare professionals, and that was always funny. I do like that. I like that a lot. See, and then it goes back to, like, your comedy. That's whenever, I'm just bringing it back to, like, the beginning of our conversation where you should have, like, sub-genres of comedy, just how music is. That's I could see that even more so now, you know? Fuck, that's tight, dude. Like... But then again, isn't because um, I you, yeah I wish I wish they could do that. I wish you could put like a label on your comedy because I watched that fucking um, the dude that does um, he, the one that did uh, he took over the Colbert rep- the Col- the Col- Colbert report the midnight the the Trevor Noah or the Trevor one Noah oh, okay. I did I just saw his special and I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really find it too funny. Maybe maybe he was just using too many big words, dog, or 
Because at some points it was funny, but mm-hmm. I actually had to pay attention, you know? Yeah. I definitely felt like he his crowd that day was definitely just network executives, you know? It was just a whole bunch of network people and people from the office kind of. I see a lot of comics nowadays, they don't need an hour. They don't, they, they uh, like Dave Chappelle needs an hour. Um, people like that, John Mulaney needs an hour. Whereas, like, a lot of comics can do... My goal, honestly, because you've seen how I do comedy. My jokes... I don't do stories. I do jokes. And yeah, I like that. My goal is to, like, just release a 15... 12 to 15 minute... I don't even want to call it a special. I don't know what to call it. Just 15 to 12 minutes of material every four months. That, dude, if you could do... Uh, if you could do a solid 15 to 20 minutes of material... I think 15 is, is a better better number. I think if you could do 15 minutes every four months and just post that bitch on YouTube... Hmm? I think that shit would be fire. And then you could just clip that into TikToks and then you mm-hmm. can push those out. That would be fucking hard. Yeah, the goal is like I want it to come out every four months, but I want it to all be related. So I want the last joke to be in the same topic of the next joke. Ah, uh, yeah. And then keep them. So if you watch them in all in succession, it would be the same. It would be like a full 45 minute set. But if you watch them, who's going to watch 45 minutes of comedy? People watch 10 to 15. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I I like that. It's a smart idea. See that that that's where it, we, we go back to building that set, you know. Yeah. So, but then like if I'd release a 15, you come and watch me. If I could do 40 minutes, I'm still releasing another 15. I still have 25 minutes you do, you haven't seen, so I have something to release again. It just gives you time to work on shit because I yeah. do want to learn how to tell stories. Is just a skill that you need more time to do. Yeah. And we're, dude, we're at the level I'm only getting five minutes. So I don't have yeah. time to work out a story like I want to. Yeah. See, and then that's because then it's like the cohesion behind every other, behind every set, you know, because that's how I was trying to do with my set with me coming back. Because right now, like all my jokes are, well, not all of them, but they're mostly just about my travels and stuff and me coming back. And then that's why I haven't released anything um, on YouTube or TikTok. Don't. Because you're a year in, don't release anything for like the next four. Years. Like release these, yeah. yeah exactly. Like these, do these, and then, I mean, work on your stand up. Like yeah. you, you want people their first time to see you to be like, wow. Yeah, this guy's. You know, um, this what was his name? Fucking I, the white dude, but his name is Coon, and he plays a guitar up on. Jesus the, Christ! <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Coon something. I don't know. His name is. Something. This is getting more racist the more he's there, like I four more times. Say <laughs> uh, white Coon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking he about. He used to work at the co- at, at, at the comedy store in Hollywood or whatever. But he told me that too. He says he's like, yeah, make sure like Kemp. Kemp is it Kemp? Phil Kemp. How does he look? You talking about he's being Bakersfield? I don't know. Oh, well, then no, I think we're talking about different people. I'm thinking yeah. of Phil Kemp. Uh, he's the comic out of out of Bake Off. So I was like, he played a guitar. No, no okay. I, I think I know him too. He has he does like a comedy record. Does he have a comedy record? Yeah, yeah. I know I I know him too. Um, but no, this other fool, he fucking, he does, he has, um, he's been traveling quite a bit and stuff, but he told me, says, you only have one chance to come out to, to the people. So make sure whenever you come out, you come out strong. You should have came out at that gay show the other day. Like, oh, <laughs> dude, I felt like I fucking was, man. I was like, how gay am I? And people, I bet you when you said that, they were just like, I don't know, like 80, 80%. Like, oh, no, that was so funny, bro. Cause I was, cause. You know me, I, I jump up on stage and I was just staring at people's face. Nice. You know, just giving that like, <laughs> little laugh. Like, nah, giving a little, hey, man. What's up? Hey, that's what I was doing. You ready to laugh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, 
I was like, I was like, damn, this is a good looking fucking crowd right here, man. Shit, dude. <laughs> and, then, and, and then this, and then this, this dude is like uh, a skinnier fellow. He's like, he was like covering his face because you know a lot of people don't like looking you in the eye when you're over on stage. That's fun. Yeah, I like and, looking at them. I was like, do you look at their eyes or you look right? I look right here. And I look right. I look right into their souls, dog. Sometimes it depends. I got one of my favorite things. I, I learned it from fuck. What's his name? This is this is comic. He's he's an amazing comic. Uh, Gerard Carmichael. He does. He has a special called Eight. And on one part, he just uh, he's talking to the crowd. He's trying to connect with them. He's like, Hey man, I need you real quick, guy. Right? And then like he just connects with one person. And I think that's so fun. Like I want to do that more. Where yeah. I'm just like, Hey, I'm gonna talk. About, I need you real quick, guy. Right? So, like, so we're like they're there, but I just need to talk because I want to start. I want to start at one person, and like I, yeah. I want to learn how to do that in my act more. Yeah, or just like I want to connect with you, but I want everybody to feel it at the same time. Yeah, I I love doing that, bro, because it, it makes it like the atmosphere inside the room starts changing because now it's like okay, it's not on us, it's just on them, right? Dude, yeah, yeah. But then you branch it out. But like I was telling this dude, I was like, "Damn, dude, I like the way you dress, bro." <laughs> Fuck. I was like, I was like, "Damn, dude, I don't know about you, dude, but shit, you're good looking, yeah, dude." Yeah. I made it, I made it so awkward, bro. <laughs> but it was like it was a, it was an awkward. You should have kept going. Was, yeah. how, how big is your cock? Bro? Yeah, okay. I should have, dude. You, you got big balls or small balls? Oh, he was a black dude. I should have been like, I know your cock is this big, dog, bro. <laughs> <laughs> show me, show me the outline, bro. <laughs> just, from from the just grab the leg, bro. Just show it to me. <laughs> you know, whenever you were like in middle school and then you'd, you'd, you'd look at your buddy and grab your thumb and be like, look at my cock. But <laughs> you look like this. I don't going this. Dude, that, 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 oh man, that set was so fucking funny to me, dude. I, I What's did, the hardest you've bombed? Like, where have you bombed at where it was just like no laughs at all? Oh, dude. And Paul at the well. <laughs> that's where I think that's where you bomb, dude. I think I think you. No, bombed. that's not where you bomb. I, I, that's why I, I I think I bomb. I, no, I don't. No, think I mean I, like I, no, I, you I, bom- I bombed. I bombed there bad. It's shit. I was it was horrible, dude. It, but that's because I just because I went I went in there with a game plan of okay today I'm gonna do my new shit that I know that's been fucking funny, but then I got fucking something happened to me in my brain and I was like I'm just gonna start with some old shit. But those motherfuckers already know my old shit. So they were just like, huh. You know what I mean? And I oh, I hate those fucking petty laughs. I like them, but then I hate them at the fucking same oh, time. Oh, yeah, I know. It was just uh, like, the one time a couple weeks ago, like I said a joke that I've been working on, but I changed the ending. And then <laughs> Boydston, Andrew Boydston and John Hacker, uh, they fucking, uh, they're over here to the corner, and I said the joke, and they both laugh. I was like, those are my friends. Like yeah. I, just, I had to admit to the rest of the people in the audience, I was like, those aren't real laughs. Those are my friends. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It, it hurts, totally. I mean, it is what it is, bro. We're open micers, dude. It's very weird. <laughs> it, it makes me want to run off stage with the, and go into the shame blanket. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also I learned I will never get off that stage before my time goes out. Fuck that. I'm not. Uh-huh. Because to me, it's like I'm quitting. And I like, I drive far. I have a kid. I have to get sitters. It's not like I could just get up and go. So yeah. I had to sacrifice and I had to pay people to come out here. I'm staying on the fucking stage whether I'm eating shit or not. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I I I could I could do that. But if I'm if I'm just working on new material, but if I know that I like my set's done, I'm just like, ah, OK, fuck it. Here's. The, the light already came on at four. I'm just going to plug myself for the last minute. Oh, listen to Table Talk with Sal, my Instagram. I'll plug myself like that. Then I'll fucking dip. But, you, know, <laughs> you plug yourself after you bomb? I do. I don't, <laughs> give, I don't give one fuck. 
<laughs> I do. I, I, uh, at, the end of, at the end of the day, dude, I, I, sometimes it gets a laugh, but most people are just like. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I remember Anthony Rivers did that shit uh, one time. He fucking he he brought it to me. I fucking like uh I like even when I told you you're like I don't remember these things. Sometimes I just say things and I don't remember them. Yeah. And he he tells me he's like I swear to God one time I was bombing up there and I plugged jokes on you, <laughs> and uh, I came out and you just looked at me and said oh a rough one. And I was just <laughs> like I was like fuck I don't remember this dude like I'm a fucking dick. He's like yeah you are. <laughs> and then you were just like why would you plug the show after you just bombed horribly. Oh, you're just like, what if you crashed a car? You're just like, I give driving lessons. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what that's like. You're just like, oh. And I was like, I said that. He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck. My, I'm not gonna apologize. That's kind of funny. But no, yeah, I'm not gonna. So funny. <laughs> I don't hilarious. remember saying it, dude. Oh. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, bombing is. Uh, it's just. It's a weird life lesson. It co- it comes with it. It comes with it. I. But dude, I fucking live for that shit. What do you like? Every time, if I'm if my heart's not fucking oh god, if I'm, if I'm not trying to, if I don't get that like pre fucking stage like like jitters or whatever the fuck it's called then it's like I'll, i'm i'm gonna do good but i want to feel that fucking shit and then i i felt it whenever they had uh it was a bad neighbors it was a tuesday mic and they had um spots available for a show that they were doing and you know everyone comes out to those mics right and this girl from los angeles i forgot her name but she has a super funny set about like Andrew Tate and then guys being in cells and she killed it, dude. And I was right up after that. And <laughs> I was just like, I looked at her, I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, that always yeah. that's always a rough one. Yeah. Right and then I and then that's whenever I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna rip new shit. And that's whenever I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna revert to what I know. And then I knew I lost a crowd within the first two jokes that I did. Oh yeah, when you, yeah. when you follow someone good, you gotta come out hot. I know, dude, and I fucking lesson learned. Lesson yeah. learned, yeah. So it's all lessons, bro. Like that's yeah. the fun part. That's a, that's what it is, dude. Honestly, as a that's why I love doing stand up because you could really just measure how much you've grown and you continue to grow by every time you go to a stage or you talk to another comedian or you're grinding or you're doing something involved in the comedy world. Mm-hmm. You really get to measure your measure your fucking. XP bar. Yeah. What's it called? That feeling of like the jittery, like that'll go away too. Yeah, but I don't, it it does go away, but it normally goes, it it was really tough whenever that, that, um, that comedian fucking went on before me. Oh, yeah. When when you're following somebody good, yeah, that's like, all right, fuck. Dude, it fucking sucks, you know? And then sometimes you go back, like, to like, um, local local like legends and you know local legends to me would be like johnny hacker um roger rubio roger Roger wanted to be on Uh, the podcast dog no roger if anybody wants to see roger look up your nearest like megan's law registry i don't know where to find roger (laughs) go to to your church go to your local (laughs) fucking church roger is this weirdo who used to do comedy for a little bit and uh I liked Roger because he was raised very secluded from everybody. Oh. So, he, so he was raised by uh, two very religious people. So he was super conservative. And I think he was into like S&M. But he never brought it up. But like he, when I would like probe him, like, what kind of porn do you watch? He would like, give me a little bit of information. He's like, you know, like... Like leather kind of stuff. I was like, wait, what leather? What the fuck? I was like, whoa, whoa. And then, Yo, uh, dog. But he never wanted to talk, but like, he never wanted to tell me because he you know I'd fuck with him. <laughs> and he's right, I would. 
But uh, he blocked me on Instagram because he would go to church and he played the piano. And uh, he'd post it on his live. Like, he'd go live on Instagram playing the piano. And I'd be the only person watching and I'd be making sexual comments towards him. No, you're so fucked <laughs> up, dog. Like, That's so funny. You look cute as fuck playing that piano, bro. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Rubio. <laughs> let, let me taste your fingers. Like I was, <laughs> I was just saying sexual <laughs> shit. And then he blocked me. <laughs> So wherever you are, Roger, I miss you. Yeah, <laughs> Unblock me, bro. <laughs> he has a bit. Oh, dude, that guy. That guy would be. He's funny. He's a funny guy. I mm. like. He's not. Okay, wait up. Let me. Let he, me. Let me finish this thought out. He's funny the same way. Uh, Ernest goes to camp was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, that he's, food's awkward as fuck, dog. My favorite story about him is that uh, Dave Abkarian was talking to him. Like Dave, Dave is one of the nicest people I know in comedy. David Carrion is very funny. He runs full circle. He, he's like the booker and everything. And uh, Rogers is talking to him out of nowhere. Roger just pulls out a can of beans and then just opens the can of beans and pulls out a spoon and just starts eating them mid conversation. <laughs> and Dave's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I can definitely see Roger doing that. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You know, that's like a form of autism. I don't know where it's at on the spectrum, but <laughs> I don't know where eating beans mid-conversation is on the spectrum, but it should be a test. Like, that food it should be a question on some questionnaire. Just be like, do you ever eat beans mid-conversation? <laughs> that <laughs> that's what that feels like. And uh, that's my favorite story I've heard about Roger Rubio. It made me dude, laugh. It's so fucking funny, <laughs> he, dude. Dude, he's dropping the N-word at open mic films getting beat up by fucking black chicks is so funny. Like, he got beat up by black chicks. No, he got threatened. And trust me, the the person would have beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, he should never say the N-word. Oh, uh. uh, dude, my then another funny thing he would do because I'm gonna pro- Roger's retarded, I think. I think he's on the spectrum. I'm not yeah, sure. I, I, I wouldn't say I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't say he's retarded, but you definitely already gave us some insight. He has he definitely is uh he's, super sheltered. He's dog. got a little bit of, <laughs> he's got a little bit of tizzy. And uh <laughs> like he does his th- I haven't seen Roger in a few in a while and he used to do this thing where I'd be like he like, I do impressions. It'd be like do Obama, he would go, uh, I want some fried chicken. <laughs> and I want, some, I want some collard greens. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you could have been like, I'm the 44th president. You go right to fucking chicken and collard <laughs> That fool's fucking. Oh, that was the no. wildest shit. Like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. That's not funny, dog. And that- then he retired from comedy and he wanted to have a roast. And like, it was weird, bro. Yeah, who who went to his roast? Did you hit him not doing it? Oh, I wish I was there, dude. I, I would have roasted his ass, dude. I, I met... Roger was the first. Um, per- I think he was uh, like one of the first people that ever saw me do comedy, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's whenever he would still drive the Mustang. <laughs> oh fuck! Does he not have the Mustang anymore? I don't think so, was dude. It called uh, Roger was like, "I love your boba joke." And, like he would always <laughs> say that. Like, at least that uh, Roger was a nice dude. He was just an odd cat. And uh, <laughs> I like how you described him. He was definitely a strange kitten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he meant well. He just didn't know how to be well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because I, whenever he met my wife, he was just like, I was like, okay, Roger, you know, you, you know, could, Brock. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what the fuck I'm saying, dog. Like oh, Roger, God. like relax, dog. Like, but it's like he's so harmless. But. <laughs> He did not say. Did he say she's so harmless? No, he. I said he looks harmless. Oh, like, then he said she was no, like that's awfully racist. I, yeah, I would have to not. I would have to like, like question him <laughs> deeply. I mean, 
Fuck, Roger. Roger is a different type of monster, dog. He, Roger makes me scared to have more kids. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Like, my daughter is cool as shit. Like, she's, I'm very lucky to have a cool kid, but I, cool. I won't have another one because I'm scared of my kid coming out like Roger or some other thing that happened because we drank water from the faucet. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> like, bro, she's got five, six, seven toes. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Roger is fucking dude. Okay, I, I, I we got we got to leave the the Roger topic. <laughs> what? Who have you seen? Um, fucking the shut the fuck up guy. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Mexican Irish fool. Yes, fucking what is his name? I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember when he started comedy. He started comedy at Barmageddon. Oh, he started Leprechano. Leprechano. There you go. Yeah. I love how we're just talking about local people that nobody that no. watches will ever know. Who. No. But they're so funny because they're such characters inside of the oh, fucking yeah, dude, the yeah. scene. For I think I, I people that listen to I think the people that listen to the podcast will will know the the, the comedians. Can you, you know? see who like where you where people are listening to your thing from? Yeah, yeah. I have um. So uh, I'm using the anchor to post off my. Uh, it's called Podcasters now. But it shows you the demographic and where people are listening to, like, oh, you get most of your listens from Spotify or whatever. I get actually a lot of listens from YouTube. So I want to make my YouTube episodes a bit better. So I want to build them more like a show. So uh, we just did a taco a taco episode because, you know, I did a I did a podcast with All in All Card Kings, which is an uh, is a card collective like they sell cards and stuff like local business like type pokemon cards or like pokemon cards magic cards football baseball basketball cards anything collectible you know and they run tournaments and shit um out of their shop shout outs all in all card kings um here in portaville they're actually um selling some tickets for me dude they actually sold five tickets like within the week of me giving them the tickets to sell for the show. That's so, dope. That's crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the community is giving back. So, but yeah, I did an episode for them and I, I want to, before I put their episode up on YouTube, I want to make a, at least a five to 10 minute intro of just their shop and shit, then jump into the podcast. Mm-hmm. So the YouTube could be an actual show kind of thing. Um, just because I want to be a little bit more creative and just show people that you could do it yourself and stuff. So I, I'm finding fun in it, creating these videos and these shorts and stuff. And plus, I want to be like Anthony Bourdain, no reservations, just smoke cigarettes and go travel the world. <laughs> We're talking about cocaine, yeah. yeah exactly. Dude, that guy was a big old cokehead, huh? I don't know if he was a continuous cokehead, but I know he knew about cocaine. <laughs> Any Dude, anyone in those, like, upper realms of fucking stardom come on dog you know these people fucking i mean i, I think just around. can i hit that oh go for it oh do you want weed or do you want vape no i want oh, no, that nicotine yeah that's nicotine does it make you feel funny like a puff bar oh no, fuck no no i mean to me no again that's the closest one i've, I've found to feeling like a menthol i didn't really hit it I oh no you could, you could you could take a long slow hit on those because i have the temp solo oh, that's okay. why that's why i like those because every time i get like another pen like a puff bar or a fucking a flum or something, I feel like it's t- it hits too hard. Like that one, I, f- I found it. And I have some old, it's not old, it's like it isn't, I bought it before they took menthols out of California. And uh, it's like a menthol flavored thing and I have a bunch of it and I don't smoke vape very often. So it's just like, all right, this will last me like fucking five months before I have to drive to Reno and buy fucking menthols. <laughs> Crazy. Uh- Dude, it is wild. 
Isn't it crazy how the government could tell you what to do? Yeah, some like my girl was like, how does it feel not smoking cigarettes? Like, it feels like I'm going to vote Republican. I'm okay. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, as an adult, I should be able to want to smoke menthols or not. Same thing with drugs. I think drugs should be legal. If Every you, single drug. If you think if you made meth legal tomorrow, I'm still not going to do it. No. I'm just going to buy some cocaine and go. <laughs> <laughs> just going to buy some some blow and have a great night. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like it'd be, yeah, it would be better if like, okay, I'm going to go drinking and everything. Let me go buy like a half a gram of coke. Like just, just for nice. that. And then I wish you could just drive to the store and buy it in like a little thing. Oh, it's pure. Cool. And then nice. I, don't have to, I don't have to buy a test kit. And then you could just go and have your drugs and just go home. Like I, I, I would I don't know. I don't think drugs are as addictive as people say they are. And maybe it's because I haven't done the right drugs, but uh, also, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm an adult. I don't have time to sit around doing drugs all day unless it's weed and it's in a vape pen. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that just makes it so much like I'm so happy that the weed that the weed pens didn't come. They they just came out before Dude. I left high school because if they were they were kind of introduced while I was in high school, like the G How pen. I'm 27, dog. Okay, yeah. Or 28, uh, either or. Yeah, like I'm four years old because these weren't around when I was in high school. These came out when I. As I was becoming an adult. Yeah. I used to work at this weed shop called uh, Central Cali Caregivers back in the day. And we would make these. Not this style, but I had like a... Uh, it's a certain type of fucking wax. I can't remember what it was called. But I'd get a syringe and I'd fill up these fucking things. The distillate, right? Yeah. Distillate, yeah. I would fill up with distillate and I would fill up these carts. And we were doing this before they were they were mainstream. Dude. Like, it was crazy. This yeah. dude was very innovative. His name was Brian Reese. Right now, he has a product where uh, it's cannabis infused, but it's like eye drops. Shut the fuck up, dog. I don't know if it gets you high, but from what people are saying is that it does help your vision. Like it, it clears up your vision. I'm not sure. But that guy's know. fucking a genius, dog. Dude, from what, he's very, but he would also say weird shit. Like we'd be smoking weed at the shop, and he'd be like, "I think I got powers, but I just don't know how to unlock them yet." And That's like, tight. Yeah, sure, man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, growers are always weird. Every time, every yeah. grower, mine is like one. I know I have one friend who was a great grower. He lives in Oregon now. He was completely normal. Every other grower I know is kind of off. Mm. Like, they're cool as shit, but they're kind of weird. Kind of weird. I just went into my memory back in high, like looking at all my friends I grow. I was like, are they kind of strange? At times they can be, or they like doing crazy shit. Like my like, like my friends like doing crazy shit. Yeah, so. well, you have to be kind of out of the box to be doing that kind of business. To be honest, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think. I think. Well, yeah, kind of growing like on a, on a big scale. Like I, I got. I know people that some people that buy ounces off of. They they could sell me a hundred dollars an ounce thing because they have several grow rooms. Mm, that makes sense. And yeah. also, I can get a better deal if I buy a QP. So it's just like. Yeah. Buying quarter pounds? How do you, how fast do you think you could smoke a quarter pound, bro? That's not that I would smoke it. It's just that uh, I would hook people up. Like uh, to me, like I rather smoke rosins. Like personally, like, I rather smoke like rosins and like waxes and everything at night for myself. But if I'm going out, I'll, I'll take weed because uh, that to me I get to pass it around. It's more of a communal thing. And, mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes I was like in the morning, I like to smoke weed instead of red dabs and shit because that'll just uh, it's heavy. Yeah, dude. Whereas, like, weed is bounty. It's like, I can get shit done with weed. This is put me down for a nap. I'll be completely honest, dude. I, I remember when I used to smoke weed, like, every day, dude. And I can't imagine not smoking weed every day. I think that's how deep in the addiction I am. I'm just like, yeah, it, yeah. to me, it's weird. Like, but also, it's like, you give yourself a break because I do have my kid full time. Like, I, I do be running around doing shit. 
And like the kid alone, I see why women would drink wine and shit during the day because having a kid fucking sucks. Oh, dude, I <laughs> dude, fuck yeah! They shout outs to all the all the housewives that drink their glass of wine that water their lawn. <laughs> and water their lawn when I go do mow my yard. Like, lovely. That's <laughs> Dude, fucking. I mean, yeah. And then uh, also, there are easy parts to it. Like, that's why it's yeah. like some women, like, it's the hardest job. It's like, bitch, I do the job. Trust me, there's hard parts, but there's also times where you're just chilling. Like, yeah, I have a cat, so I, I, can, I, I, can, I, can, I can relate. I hate you fucking people. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. No, my girlfriend's like that. She's like, I have a cat and I have a baby. And just like, babe, it's not the same. They're, de- they're definitely not, dude. I was I like, the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago, her cat pissed on my clothes and she locked her cat in the bathroom. But we're like with food and like that's where their bathroom is inside her bathroom. And she can't stay at my house for the next day or two. So she locked her cat in the bathroom to punish it for like a day. And I was like, see, that's why we don't have, that's why it's not having, I can never do that. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what, fucked what, up. What if I threw my kid in the bathroom with a sandwich? And I was <laughs> just like, all right, this is where you're going to stay yeah. for 24 hours because you pissed on my clothes. Like, it puts a lotion on its skin. Yeah, it'd be weird. So I was like, that's yeah, why. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. And then like your cat's never like, hey, where are you going? Uh, your cat's never questioned you. Like my yeah. my kid follows me around, bro, because I'm the only parent she has. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah, she's that's just tough. like, where are you Maybe going? You're a good dad. You're a good dad. Yeah, yeah that's what people keep saying. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's a, a rumor. That's a that's a rumor. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I think you're a pretty good dad, man. I mean, I don't know, but, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm better than my dad. Oh, you think your dad did better than you? No, my dad. I'm a such a better parent than my my dad is a good supporter. Uh, he was not emotionally available. Uh, because his dad wasn't. He was came from an abuse. So it was like, I'm breaking the chain. Nice. So I don't beat the fuck out of my kid. But I could be nicer. <laughs> you c- like, I feel like I'm I'm still like my dad where I try to be... Like, I, I love my daughter. I talk to her all the time. That's the thing, though, is that I talk to my kid. Like, we'll have conversations. I know how she's doing at school. I know who her friends are. My dad doesn't know that shit about me. Wow. So you're an involved parent, bro. And yeah. I honestly, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome because my dad did not give one fuck, dog. I see, and that's uh, honestly that's what's kind of weird. I've been trying to talk about that on stage. Like, I am happy that I'm a parent. I love my kid. It's very like it's a very fulfilling feeling to have a kid and raise it on your own. But also, I'm bummed out that I didn't get to be a deadbeat. Like, I never, <laughs> I never got the opportunity just to look at my kid and just turn around and walk away. Like, I never, you know, I, I, I never had the opportunity to go pick up a pack of cigarettes. Uh. Yeah, dude, like, it's shit like that. So, uh, but my baby mom did, and I'm just yeah. like, I, she's around now. She's not involved, but she's around. Like, I seen the bitch yesterday. You hate that bitch? I used to. Now I'm just indifferent because she's not involved at all. Like, I don't even talk to her. Do you, fi- do you find it, like, isn't it worse for a woman to not be involved in her child's life because it came out of her? I think it's weirder. Weird I, think, I, was like, I think it's weird. I think it's harder. Like I, I, I mean, I was like, my kid kind of looks like me, and so that's why I was like, okay. And then also, but the thing is that she acts like me. Like she oh. has, she, it's funny because she's good in front of an audience too, and it made me laugh. Nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, I think it's weird to like look at your kid and just be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Her mom has her own issues, and I don't, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, as soon as you stop, as soon as you give up on somebody and you don't expect anything out of them, you don't care. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. bu- like, it doesn't bug me that she's not around. It's just like, all right, it is what it is. So you just <laughs> lost all, like, motivation and all, like, hope for her to do better? Oh, or? yeah. You give them enough chances. After a while, you're just like, all right, I'm good. <sighs> and honestly, it's, it's fucked up. Is that, like, I, I used to help her a lot because uh, she had issues that, 
You wouldn't believe fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe this shit, doc. Single black female addicted to retail. I miss Kanye, but uh, <laughs> but I always try to help. But after a while, you're just like, I can't help you anymore. And after she stopped asking for my help, my life got immensely better. No, oh, <laughs> just like, and then you can't be like, hey, just so you know, as soon as you left, I did so much better. <laughs> I started getting booked on shows, I, bitch. I got on shows. I lost weight. I fucking have more money. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> A woman would do it to you. They'll, they'll, they'll suck you dry, dog. It's just wild, dude. And uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just very weird to have someone who's a mom that's just like, I'm not involved. Uh, that, that, to me is, that to me is just crazy, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Like, no, no, like, no disrespect or whatever. I just, I just can't see it. I find it up. <laughs> this may sound sexist, but I just find it easier or easier to comprehend for a man to walk out of the family than a mother. Um, maybe because I had like a strong mother uh, in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to cut any bitch any slack. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> we're hard on these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I get more. I'm not even annoyed that she doesn't help. I get annoyed when she's like, uh, sometimes I have to be in the room with her. With my baby mom. Because her, her mom watches my kid. I'm cool with her family. Her family's great. They're, oh, they watch wow. the kid and everything. It's just my baby mom doesn't. But like yesterday, I took my kid uh, to her grandma's and she's there. And she'll be like, she gets that from me. And I want to be like, bitch, she gets nothing from you. What the fuck? Like, so yeah. it's the little comments where she's just like, oh, she gets that from me. Da, 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 da. I was like, uh-huh. no, she doesn't. She you, gets nothing from you. <laughs> is, it, is it true that no matter what, just because she's your baby mama, you you got to hit like would you hit her again like not like i when i say hit i'm not saying yes physically across the face <laughs> <Fuck him>. ah. <laughs> but now, you uh, smash uh well like not i uh, not that i wouldn't uh because she's my type she's i fucked her before cuz she's my type she's light skin has glasses uh pretty hair but you lose the feeling of it you're just like i wouldn't fuck you cuz i know you're a terrible person but if i didn't know you and you were just like at the bar, yeah, sure, I probably would hit, but mm. I, you're my baby mom, I fucking hate you. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't hate, I don't hate you. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't hate you. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. But, uh, I just don't like you. Yeah, but no, it's one of those things where you're just like, nah, I'm good. Just too much baggage with that shit. Nah, you're, you're a problem. And I wish it wasn't. Like I wish you were somebody that you could like, hey, you're a partner in this thing, but it's not. Oh, that fucking sucks. It's dude. weird. Yeah. It's very fucking weird. Especially because you guys kind of like went half and half. You know, maybe she did a little bit more. You know, yeah. she, was inside she, her she, she trapped me, bro. It was fucking. Uh, she trapped no, you? She, don't you hate when bitches do that when you're yeah. about a nut and they fucking clinch onto you like this? No. And then you're like, stop. When you like, you do. <laughs> it feels even better now. <laughs> it's better when it feels wrong. We were broken up when it happened, too. So that was a fucking like, damn. Uh, I was almost free. Fuck, dude. Man, yeah, it's weird because, like, as a comic, like, you don't, it's harder to do comedy when you have kids. Because you have to be in their life and shit. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to be around. The fucking. But you fit the, con- you, you fit a stand up comedian's profile, dog. Oh, I'm 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, but, like, you I mean, I'm still going to do comedy. I'm just going to take the scenic route. I yeah. Can't, I can't go on tours all the time. But also, I'm doing it at the same time my kid's growing. So by the time I hit my 10, 11 year mark, She'll be fifth, sixth grade. My girl's around. My girl's playing mom, which is great. Okay. Uh, she, my my daughter loves her. Uh, we plan on moving in together and everything. So. Oh. Wow. Hopefully, if it progresses, like she will have uh, a person to be a mom. Nice. But uh, you know, you don't count on people to be their mom. You're just like, hey, if you want to act like one, you could do it. But like. 
Isn't that like kind of like a, a hard fucking role to ask somebody Dude. to go into? Like, and hey, I want you to be the mother t- of my child. It's not you. And if you tell someone, I feel like it would kind of put them in a position where they're like, fuck, now I have to say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of would want to see them go into that role naturally, you know? And that's the thing is that I told her, like, you don't have to be. She has a mom. She has a grandma. You don't have to do any of this. And she's just like, oh, I like, like, I want to. She likes my kid. Uh, you know, so she wants to, she wants the role, but I'm never going to force something like on her. Like, yeah, you have to watch it. No, you don't. She has a grandma. I have a dad that'll watch her sometimes. I have a sister. So, I mean, don't, don't feel obligated. That's good. But I mean, but if you're around and you keep playing the role, she's eventually going to look at you as one. So that's up to you. And then you don't want to tear that away from your daughter either. huh? So even dating being a single parent's hard as fuck. You have to decide who, like a lot of, a lot of people don't meet my kid. <laughs> yeah, I and fair enough. I wouldn't even introduce him to a lot of fucking people. Yeah. to be honest with you, fuck that, dude. Yeah, it's very yeah, it's very weird. But I like, mean, hopefully, I get to move to Bakersfield soon. And uh, as they get older, like I would like to bring the comics around. Like I, she'll have a lot of uncles. Oh and yeah, aunts. Like that'd be cool. But wh- why are you moving? So you're moving to Bakersfield just to chase that comedy dream? Just to do more comedy. Nice. I I wouldn't mind doing the same thing. I I mean, I was thinking about Bakersfield, dude. But I just think that the market for the type of comedian that I am and it's just saturated here, you know, which is just Mexican. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You just go, you just need to go with the, the basis, you know? Um, I was saying, I think you're whatever you want to be. Like, yeah. uh, I remember Fluffy was talking about they, when he first started doing really good, they wouldn't put him on certain parts of the country because they considered him a Mexican comic. Yeah. Whereas like, I'm just a comedian. Whereas like, yeah. that's where I want to be. It's just like, I don't, I don't want to play to anybody in particular. If you like funny, come out. I don't. That's exactly where I want to be. But I'm, with that being said, you know, I know we don't live in a fucking la la land. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, some markets are going to do better than other markets. Exactly. Dude, that's why I love doing fucking um, uh, uh, black rooms, dude. I love them. I love doing white rooms. I love doing Asian rooms. I haven't been done. I've never done an Asian room, but I think that would be so fucking fun. I did. It was hard. It was, I bet you it would be <laughs> But hard, also, right? I was still new. So I was yeah. like, let me try it again right now. I'm pretty sure I'd murder it. But at the time, I was only like two years in. And yeah, obviously, I struggled. Yeah, fuck, dude. But see, that, but see to me, that, that struggle is so enticing. It's also important. Like, it's very important yeah. to struggle. It's very important to feel bad after doing bad. Yeah. Because if, yeah. if you feel delusional, you're just like, I was great. Like, I know comics that eat shit. And it's like, do you see? <laughs> I saw. <laughs> I fucking saw, and then yeah. I did great. And I was like, D- "Okay, you want to be delusional? Sure, yeah, go for it. I don't. I'm not gonna fuck up your, you know, dream or what the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> your fucked up dream, your buddy. delusion. But yeah, like, yeah. shadow realm. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, as long as you're not delusional and you're and you're bombing, you're like, okay, I don't want, I don't like this feeling. Let me see what I could do to change the outcome. <laughs> mm, yeah, I remember. My wife is super nice. She's super supportive, and sometimes she is. She she's is, super she is. nice. Yeah, she's super, super nice. Supportive. She yeah. goes to do these fucking mics, dude, yeah. and laughs and claps. And yeah, she, that's she, dope. Fuck yeah. yeah, you got someone that's supportive. Yeah, exactly. I love her. She, you know, she's she's um, you know, in a sense, letting me chase my dreams. Not saying that I'm not. I'm only just doing this because I'm not just only doing comedy, but it's. It's good to see that she does support me and stuff, but there's sometimes where it's like, babe, I know I fucking sucked ass. Stop being so nice. But then it's like, 
I love the fact that she is being so nice, but I know in my heart that I could have done better. But she's like, but you had a few laughs. Yeah, that's, that's a cup half full, girl. That's dope. Yeah, I know. That's sick. I know. I, I love her to death. But I feel that because me and myself, I'm very hard on myself. Mm-hmm. This is the way I grew up. And as you should be as a comic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, you fucking sucked out there. You know, like, Fuck, no, fuck. Dude, there's sets on my phone now where I was like, I've done, I've done great, but I'm like, ugh, I said like too much. Oh, like, just that's <laughs> exactly the stupidest shit. Yeah, like, I said weird too much. Yeah, weird like fuck yeah. stuff like that. Like, and so it's just like, yeah, even if I've done good, like I could do fucking better. Like I could always do better. Like there's always room for improvement. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, dude. Even with the podcast, dude, I'm trying not to use filler words like like <laughs> you know well i mean like the thing about uh fucking podcast though is that there's, you can't have dead air so you have to throw something in there because you can't just be silent because then the dude's like is that does the thing fucking oh it's still going i thought it just like i just paused or something else. oh dude, so yeah it's I, weird to have dead air on podcast bro i tried to do a, um i didn't try to i did it i had a podcast just filming myself just giving the backstory of who I was and, you know, just to give people who some insight on who who the host is. Right. I had so many pauses in between and I recorded that like three fucking times, four times. Um, and I got up to like 20 minutes of explaining who I was, which I think is crazy that I could talk about myself for 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> we're comedians. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> self-centered assholes. Yeah, we're all self-centered dickheads. What are yeah. you talking about? It's normal. But it was, I had a lot of pauses and then I started like clipping out the pauses in the, in the audio, but then the video didn't match the audio and I was just like, Fuck this, whatever. I'm just gonna fucking. I'm just gonna do it the easy way. Hey, bro. So how's your day? (laughs) You know. So do you do solo podcasts? I haven't done any solo podcasts. I would I do it in the future? I might just as a recap of what's going on in my life because I'm gonna go do comedy up in London here soon for two weeks. So oh, nice. See, their comedy is different too. Exactly. They're very story based and not as funny as us. Dude, that's why I'm, dude, I'm fucking, I'm hoping I kill out there. <laughs> like, did you ever see that uh, Ari Shafir Jew? I seen, I seen yeah. half of it. I loved it. It was one of my favorite specials of this year. I think it might be my favorite special of this year. He's, he talks about being a Jew a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he went to the whole thing of what Judaism was. Not the whole thing, but like, you know, summarize what Judaism was and how he grew up and everything. But he took their style of comedy and just made it funnier because... That's one of the things that, like, um, those people were the ones that were those people, the fucking British people. <laughs> Them. Those people, <laughs> fucking red coats. They, uh, Facts. they, their comedies. Yeah, it's just like it's it's a lot of like sometimes it's not funny. Sometimes there's a message. It's just like that's weird because I came to a comedy show. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want to leave, fucking ready to go protest something. I just want to laugh. Yeah, I just want to laugh. I don't want to go fucking feel that. So if. Okay, I, I, I gotta take this back, man, because I always want people to feel empowered after they leave my show. Empowered in the way that their life isn't as shitty as they really think it is, or they just feel better because they laugh, but I'm not gonna go tell you, and this is why we should vote blue, you know? not That's not what I'm trying to do with my comedy. Uh, I, would t- I just want people to feel better about themselves, you know? 
that's why right after I saw Anthony Rivers fucking perform, dude, I saw I was like, if this motherfucker's getting booked on shows and doing shit, I could do it too. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you hear that, Rivers? You suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, wait, uh, wait. I wanted to let, I wanted to let him feel and figure it out by himself. <laughs> you heard it here first, Rivers. <laughs> I told him this on, the po- on his podcast, too. That fucker is so fucking Funny. Oh, I love oh Rivers because God, I remember. Bro. I remember the first time I seen Rivers do good, and I was amazed. But my favorite ones are when Rivers is doing bad, oh. <laughs> and like he starts to sweat, and he's, <laughs> he'll say a joke like that was, that was stupid, <laughs> and, then, and then that gets a laugh, and you just see him start sweating. Oh God, I love when Rivers performs. It's oh. so fucking fun. Anybody who sees this, go to the Well Comedy Club. And <laughs> Uh, they got shows on Sunday for open mic, Saturdays, Fridays, regular shows. But it's one of my favorite venues, and you will eventually come across Anthony Rivero. Yeah, or and, you could uh, come to. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut okay. you off. Or you could come out to the show June twenty fourth, baby, <laughs> keeping it raw, uh, hosted by Sal, me, and oh, Eric will be there. Yeah, here in Portland. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, so not in my house. Oh, why not? It's <laughs> it too big, dude. <laughs> this is one of the seven rooms we've been <laughs> Exactly. This is the mansion. This, this is the studio room. This palace. This <laughs> I clap and have two corgis bring you towels, dog. Fuck, bro. Dude, my fucking... My body is sweating. It's hotter than a motherfucker. I gotta take a fucking piss. I don't feel like cutting the podcast off, though. It's I, up to you. I, no, I don't want to cut the podcast off. I'm gonna go turn on the AC and take a piss. Um, do you just want to talk about yourself? Dude, you're a comic. Do it. Talk oh, for, talk, talk about weird. yourself for like five minutes, dog. I'll be back. I just don't want to edit it. <laughs> oh, like, oh, you're about to edit it because I'm about to just get high as fuck on this. Okay. Oh, I, can I do this? Is this legal? What if he gets demonetized because I'm hitting a fake vape pen <laughs> on his podcast? Just being like, this was not bought at a store. See, that's the weird thing about these fake ass pod, uh, these pods. This is not real. I hundred, you know why I know it's not real? It's ten fucking dollars. There's no way this is it real at any point. This <laughs> some dude named Kyle made this in his garage, and they're hawking it at a weed flea market in Fresno, California, for ten dollars. I don't know how good my life is going. Where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me have it. <laughs> Let's test it. And if I was honestly like, I bought it, and I was like, man, this. I don't know if this is a good decision. What if this gets me sick? What if it has fentanyl? Then I took a couple hits and I was like, I'm high. <laughs> I should not have been driving last night. I was surprisingly high. So shout out to whoever made this fake ass alien lab pen. Sal went to go take a piss. I don't gonna lie. Sal is such a nice dude. I feel like he pees sitting down. <laughs> he wouldn't want to leave any splashes. He was just like, you know what? I love you. I'm going to make the sacrifice and just sit down as I pee. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he doesn't edit this. I hope he just sees me talking about him and just leaves it in. God damn. Oh, I got fucking heartburn. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm going to tell you there's fentanyl on this bitch. And I'm back. I don't feel like I'd have to edit any of that out, do I? Probably not. Nice, nice. Like I can't smoke, though. Can't smoke. Can't smoke on camera, though. Do you think so? No. I hope not. I wish I, I had look a at cough it. button. All right. I look at it the same way I look at McDonald's. 
just like I was like I was talking to the camera about this being this is a like I'm saying this is a hundred percent fake. <laughs> not even close. I'm not even like oh they might have sold it on the black market. No no no. Somebody made this at their house and then put it in the packaging in the correct packaging and sold it to me. I see it. I over it. But also it's just like I Does don't. Does it know. taste like shit or what? No, it tastes like a fucking like a regular ass pen. This smells like it'll get you fucking stoned. Dude, it dog. gets you lit. But that's the thing is that like that's what's crazy about this market is that I. This is either fifty dollars in a store or ten dollars at a fucking flea market, basically. Isn't that crazy? The fucking drug game is off. Uh, the weed game in California is all fucked up. Right Y'all now, gotta though. stop bullying these medical patients. Like it's fucking. That's um, what it is. Cause like that's a, dude. I'm telling you, like I worked in the industry. Uh, I see how much they sell fucking weed for and everything. How much the shops are getting it for, and they're just price gouging, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I fucking I I went to go get some numbers for some. From some of those, mm-hmm. and then one guy was hit, hitting me back with like, "Oh, each if you buy them at this many, you we get you them for um, thirty bucks." And I was like, "Okay, that's pretty expensive, especially if I'm buying in bulk." And then I talked to another dude, and they were like, "Oh, I get you them for 15 I was like, "Okay, that's more. Uh, that's more yeah. like it. I would rather want Bro, them like eight. <laughs> if, you, if, if you want these, I could probably get them to you for like eight or ten bucks." <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying, and. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's like if you know the right people, it's like, dude, like, if I wanted to start selling weed and everything, I know the right people to go to, but the market is so saturated, it'd be such a pain in the fucking ass to do it. Not even worth to, not it's even not. worth doing it in California, bro. Like, honestly, dude, like, I, I'd rather just buy, like, I, said, I buy in bulk I just to smoke with friends, and like, sometimes I buy in bulk for rosins and everything, but that's because you get a good deal. Like, if mm-hmm. I buy fucking seven grams of rosin, you'll give it to me at 30, 35 a piece. Yeah. So yeah, I'm spending like two hundred and something dollars, but I'm also saving money. Because then, like, if you go to a shop, rosin, some good rosin, that's like sixty, sixty, bucks. sixty yeah. to eighty bucks, like eighty bucks. Dude, sometimes they even sell you a fucking a gram for a hundred. Dude, I bought a two and a half gram jar of some seven ten. I paid a hundred and twenty four dollars. Fuck, was it worth it? Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it might have been a little more than a hundred and twenty four. Like closer to one hundred and thirty, because you also tip. So oh, I mean, because yeah. like I think yeah, I also tipped on fucking, but also it was two and a half grams. I thought it was a good deal, but seven ten is literally the best, some of the best rods that you can get on the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy works for them. Shout out Baked Till Crisp. I love his IG. Again, <laughs> uh, he's the one that let me try this Gax movie before I got to buy it, and it's my favorite strain from seven. What was it called? It's called Gax movie. G A K. Gax movie. I think, it was, I think it was a Gax movie number four or something like that. Oh, that sounds fire. Dude, as it fuck. was it was some of the tastiest rods I've had in a while. But like, see, like. I get paying expensive money for them. Yeah. But fucking just some Almora, some random ass fucking bullshit. Like, I bought some Almora. It was uh, rosin. It was 30 a gram, and it tasted like ass. Uh, nah, I would be pissed if I would pay that. I, w- I would be pissed if I buy anything from the fucking shop, and it tastes, it doesn't have a taste, or it's just shitty. I, I get pissed, bro. Yeah, because I, I, I spent yeah. a lot of money on this shit. <laughs> Exactly, dude. I remember when I used to smoke. I, I, um, I, my shop was, um, what is it? Valley Pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Valley Pure. I actually have some of them coming out to the show in Lindsay. So, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a cool place. Yeah, it's cool, cool, cool team. Um, and I just, it, I would see their like their packs of like cookie and shit like that. And then my stupid ass one time I bought one of those like jars and shit. The weed was fire. But was it at? It was a little kind. It was a little dry. It was a little dry at the beginning. So then I ended up. 
just switching over to buying their in-home products. Yeah. And then their in-house stuff is fucking good for the price point, you know? So I'm not, I don't hate on it. I think it's delicious, to be honest. Uh, I haven't smoked it in a while now. But see, the reason that their cookies thing was dry is because they do sell their in-house more. Because your in-house, I don't know if this is the current price. It's normally like 20, 25, and 8. So you get a quarter for like 40. Oh, bro. So it's like the price is ridiculous. Yeah. But um, uh, the, it moves faster so they get fresher product. Whereas like cookies, it's still fire weed. But are you going to pay 50 for this eighth? Or are you going to yeah. pay 40 for a quarter of some in-house bullshit? Yeah. Dude, in all honesty, if I'm, I'm just saying Cali prices right now. If I'm if I want some fire some like um, cookies type weed I'm only gonna pay fucking the max that I'll pay for that is forty five to forty an eighth you know some people will pay higher than that but I, I me dog I I grew up smoking weed you know mm-hmm. so I know how these guys are fucking you so yeah. it's you shouldn't be paying anything over forty five for an eighth dog yeah see but like um, but the people will be pa- happy as fuck to pay sixty plus for cookies you know yeah they want the name yeah exactly so see, I like but there's b- better weed dog. but it's cool to just like buy an ounce for whatever 100 140 and then i'll go sell half of it to a family friend <laughs> for 70 for a half ounce yeah and then like all right cool i got a half ounce for 30 bucks and then yeah. you'll just yeah. that's what i kind of do sometimes too it's like okay i didn't want to buy i didn't i got a bunch of weed for 30 bucks yeah I, I think that's how like a lot of people um smoke weed nowadays well that's how i used to be able to like fund my habit you know mm-hmm. go buy a whole bunch and then fucking sell off enough just so i could i don't i don't feel bad so bad smoking up all my money you know? yeah so, but he definitely definitely gets a hold of you dude i'm i'm not gonna lie like that that shit had me in its grips just because it's not it doesn't fuck you up so much, but it still gets you high, you know. Um, and plus, I think other drugs are scary. I think weed is a demotivator. Oh, weed is a demotivator for real. And it makes you forget things like how to hold a mic. <laughs> Facts, dude. Like, no, I think it made like, yeah, there's, there's some times where like I didn't have weed. I was noticeably more productive. Oh, but yeah. also I had more anxiety and shit. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's why I smoke. Because that's there was a time I did smoke weed, and I used to be very, I used to get a lot of, uh, be very anxious in public, and like I would walk like this with my head down. It was oh. weird. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I started smoking weed, and all that shit went away. Oh, I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was, you finally yeah, you get that it increases your not giving a fuck by a lot. See, that's so crazy because I sometimes it does that for me, but most of the time it gets me into like if I smoke too much, then I'm just like, oh fuck, what the fuck is going. I was about to like, say yeah, that paranoia is going like, crazy. You, know, you drink too much, you can't walk home. But like, I was like, I don't drink. I rarely drink. But like, I like to have like one or two and get that little buzz. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I need a cigarette. Let's go home. <laughs> I need a cigarette. Let's go. <laughs> nice. I like that. I, I I don't I don't do anything before I perform anymore. I feel like I'm yeah. I'm a lot better now. Yeah, me me neither. I don't smoke. Like, uh, if I'm going on the show starts at eight, I'll get high at five. Yeah, that's fair enough. That way you could be at least a little unhigh. You know? I mean, I'm, my tolerance is crazy. I'm not going to be high three hours later. Ah! I'll be chilling. I'm not going to be completely sober, but I'm not going to. I wouldn't consider myself high legally. Oh, legally. <laughs> yeah, legally, I, to me, I'm not high. Okay. Yeah, yeah. some people that smoke once, I'm high for the whole day. I say, nope, I'm high a little. <laughs> 
Sometimes you smoke in the morning and it'll fuck the rest the rest oh, of your day up, dude. Those are my favorite days. Uh, like uh, like today, like this morning, I woke up like at five or six. I just woke. I just happened to wake up early and then uh, I had to use the bathroom and then I just took two fat ass dabs ah. and, went, and went back to bed. And then I woke up and had another wake. I have ten had two wake and bakes. Like <laughs> I wake and bake before my girl wakes up and then I wake and bake the, on our way to go eat food. Damn boy. So I mean, like, but I have an addiction, but. <laughs> But it's a weed addiction. So, do you think it because it's weed, it's more, it's more of a okay. Well, he's he's just he's just addicted to weed. Yeah, I think know? I think it's more, it's socially acceptable. Not that it is, but people don't look at it that way. Where it is, like if I were drinking the amount I was smoking, people would be like, "You have a problem." That's what I was about to say. I was <laughs> yeah, like, you just woke up to go crush like two curse lights, dog, and then yeah, you went to go went back, back to, to bed. Sleep. You got kind of an issue. Yeah, you got kind of an issue. But since it's weed, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then also with those, like, uh, I don't always smoke rosin. Sometimes I don't want to spend that much money. So I'll buy regular, like, uh, like diamond, like that. Yeah. Bro, hit the shops. They're like 25, 30 bucks. I bought $5 grams yesterday. What? <laughs> yeah. I bought, I spent $10. I got two grams. And then I was like, this is going to be trash. And I hit it. And I was like, this isn't bad. Nice. <laughs> like I was like, I was like surprised. Like I'm gonna follow that dude on Instagram and be like, this dude, because sometimes you don't want to spend sixty bucks. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. Especially not to get fucking stoned, dude. Yeah. You know? so, sometimes I want to spend ten dollars and get two grams. that's gonna last me like a week. Oh fuck. And then when you buy like shit like that, you get to smoke way more. Yeah, honestly, dude. Yeah, honestly, like, I I remember I had the fucking I bought the Puffco. Oh, I have one. Yeah, yeah I, have I, a, I, I have a proxy. They're fucking the shit. Dude, oh You had the bong one? I, the volcano looking oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had one of those, and it was the first one, the first generation Puffco. I love that thing so fucking much, bro. I was just burning down weed, dude. And that's the thing, though, is that, like, uh, the same thing. See, that's why it's different than smoking weed when I first started, because we would smoke hash sometimes, but, like, weed was, like, a thing that... Like you had to learn how to roll. Yeah. You know, I had to break it down. It was something you had to do something. Now I just load up a thing and hit a button. And it's so fucking easy to get high so quick. Dude, and it's it's so it's so counterproductive. It's you know what I mean? It, it's it, because now it's just oh fuck it. I'm just gonna grab a little dabby, put that bitch inside. Dude, it's so there, fucking quick. Close it and get fucking blitz like i just smoked three fucking blunts back to back you know what i mean but it has its purpose like yeah. i'm a, i am a parent i uh, is the government watching i don't get high while i watch my kid but if i did <laughs> it'd be easier to do uh taking a dab because it takes a minute it takes one to two minutes whereas like i can't smoke a joint and watch my kid fuck no anymore dog. like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anymore she's not a baby anymore yeah no she's not like now she'll be like what are you doing like she'll ask questions oh God. So, like, yeah, when she were a baby, sometimes I'd go outside and take a smoke break real quick. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I'd go and smoke a joint, but she would crawl to the window and just look at me like, what you doing, bro? Oh, like, ah, you don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm smoking a cigarette. Yeah, she wouldn't know. Yeah. And, uh, but now, yeah, she's only ask questions. So, yeah, it's easier for me to be like, all right, baby, hold on. I'm going to go outside real quick. And I'll run to my car and just hit my proxy thing real quick. Like I said, a minute or two and just come back in ready to play. Ready like, to play. Dad's not pissed off anymore. Well, I mean, like, you're tired. <laughs> like, uh, that's what it is. Like, a kid is, like, managing a little retarded person. Oh, Because like, they, they have a lot of questions. They don't take orders very well. So you have to jump in to show them what they're doing. So it's very much like managing. So you're just like, all right, I'm going to go take my break, sit here on your lunch break and eat your nuggets and watch, you know, Coco Melon. 
I'm going to go grab something from the office. Uh, and okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to go take a smoke break, and then I come back, and she's just like, all right, do you want to play? She calls it a statue, where like, she'll pretend to freeze, and I got to pretend she's a statue. And then That's I'm, so cool. Yeah, and then like, I'll walk away, and then she'll move it to a different position, and and then she'll say like that. That's so cool. Is it, is it, I don't know where we come up with these games. They're fun. That's, but, a, yeah. that's actually so fucking fun, And dude. it's just easier to do when you're a little bit high. As yeah. As just being sober because it is a dumb game. Yeah. But now you're kind of lit. You're just like, ah, yeah. you're now, different. Now you're, now you're all into it. Where you're yeah. like, I wonder what she's going to be next. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> and yet there's, I like pretending to be dumb. What? It's, it's just fun. <laughs> so weed does help parenting. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I, I bet. Yeah. No shit. It makes you a little bit more em- empathetic. I think so. I'm just willing to go along with the ride a little more. Yeah, honestly, whenever I smoked a lot of weed, I made me nice, dog. I remember I had a uh, I had a a roast battle versus um, Trevor. Uh, Trevor's very funny at roast battles. He's so good. He's so good. He he ate my ass up. But well, dude, I got stoned. Thing. I got stoned before the roast battle, and I was just always second guessing. Like, fuck, man, maybe this is too mean. Maybe I shouldn't say it. No, like fuck that. that. There's no thing as being too mean. I mean, there is, but like. Yeah, but it's see, a rose, but I, you signed up for it. I, that's what I'm saying, dog. It's like, I wish I wasn't high as fuck because then I would have done so much better. Would I? Would have I lost? Probably. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna lie. He's very good at roast. Yeah, also, I, I'm. Uh, that's like I love roasting. I'm. I'm okay at it. Uh, I need your help, dude. But no, like I, I honestly, I don't. I kind of. I'm gonna do it some more, but it's not gonna be my thing because I want to be one of those people that get stuck at only being good at roasting and not. My set list. Yeah, and then that could happen. Yeah, that so could like, happen. I rather. I was talking to this dude. I can't remember his name. It's like his name was J.R. Cruz or something. Was, he was at the well one day, but he came with a bunch of. Oh, I was roasting that day, and I was just talking to him in the back, and I was like, "Do you do it?" He's like, "Nah, I used to." And he's like, "It just. I felt like it took away from my material, and I wasn't getting better." And he's like, "I feel like if I could focus on writing these jokes for a roast, I should be able to focus on my actual jokes." Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, you're right." And like I'm, dude. Like I wouldn't spend two weeks writing. I spend like a day or two. Yeah. Because I'm a pressure. Like I like writing under pressure. Yeah. But um. That's how diamonds are made, baby. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, after after I thought of that, after I talked to him, I was like, "Fuck, he's kind of right." Like I put so much effort into writing these fucking roast jokes. I could have just put into my actual jokes, and I'd still say them. Like, <laughs> I would still have the, the work I put in would still be useful as opposed to the ones that, that nobody's heard since. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I have a roast battle this fucking Monday. Oh, who are you going against? Diego. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I I know that I just need to, I haven't even, I've wrote like one or two jokes and they're only up in my head. I haven't even written them down. So mm-hmm. that's how fucking, I'm just like, oh, I need to actually fucking write, dog. So, and plus I don't really know too much about Diego. He just told me, because uh, we had a little bit of conversations. I mean, he's been doing comedy for you can like make, six months. You can so. make things up. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking. But he told me that he I can't talk about his mom. Not that I ever was, but I think that's fair enough. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never asked anybody. I've never had anybody tell me I can't talk about anything because most um, of it I just I make up. Nice. Yeah. I dude. I fucking dude. You had me rolling whenever you went against that um that one uh that one female uh roaster. Oh like, yeah, the chick that beat me. I can't remember her name. Yeah. But she see, uh, I'm not gonna say anything bad. Uh, she's very funny. She's a very good she, roast battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she, I think she did well, dude. Oh, yeah, she's very fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it what was happened a, after that, Mike? Man, what what happened after that show? You guys went to go party? I went to go smoke a joint outside. Oh, oh yeah, nice. she's cool. She, like, I got all, to me. Like, I was more worried about putting on a good show as opposed to 
like winning or losing because mm-hmm. it, it's not like i lost to somebody who sucked like she's very funny like she goes on at the store like, oh yeah, yeah yeah like she's very she's a very good roast battle so it's not like i'm like oh i lost to a girl it's like no i lost to a chick who was very funny yeah, yeah. she just happens to be a female it doesn't matter who happens to be a female she's a, she's a comedian like, <laughs> like a, a, just, yeah a comedian oh man yeah so know, like women rights and shit yeah <laughs> and that's why we went outside and we talked about our jokes yeah. And uh, that was that was a cool part. Like, all right, smoke a joint. That one was good. I like this one. And, uh, yeah, I good. thought I thought they were, I thought you guys were so fucking funny together, dude. I, I still was, haven't watched the clip. Like, I don't like watching myself. It makes me uncomfortable. Like, I'm never gonna watch this. Like, oh, this you're not, me, dude. I'm so uncomfortable watching myself. Okay. I don't like it. I have to listen to myself. Like, I could like if you put up the audio, I listen to it. But I'm not gonna. I don't want to see myself. Oh, you definitely need to put on the audio. That way we could um clip it. Uh, I'll go. I I'm gonna release your episode Tuesday. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna have. I'll I'm, repost it. I mean, I'm just. Not, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't like watching myself. But hopefully, you like the clips that we that we pick for you. Um, that I that I choose for you. I I'm more nervous about the LGBTQ, and I'm just like, fuck, dude. I hope I don't get kicked out of the Fresno scene. I don't think they should, man. I, dude. I, okay, going back to that, I went up there, and I did my thing, and I made the I made the room laugh. I did a good job. And it's not even yeah. like it's like oh we don't like you. It's like no, I just. I think it's unfair that you could be like, hey, uh, we're only the first 10 spots are for certain people. And it's just like, oh, I mean, I've been doing comedy longer and yeah, there's a lot of I think I earned a spot. But also that's just me being egotistical. Yeah. Like, I, nobody, nobody needs to give you anything. Exactly. You deserve nothing in this life. Right. Especially in comedy. Especially but, in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's just like it's, it's just an it's annoying rule. It's just like, oh, OK. I'm glad there's. I mean, there's there's not a mic every night, but now you're just making it more exclusive. It's just cutting off a lot of people, and that's a bummer. But I mean, like, it's not my mic. I'm not gonna go. I don't know. It, it sucks, me. bro. It and I should be allowed sucks. to have this opinion without being punished. That's because what I'm saying. I'm not the only one that fucking feels this way. But I will not put any other comic on blast because no. it's not just me. That's just like that's not fair. I'm, I'm the only one that will say it because yeah. like, what, what are they gonna do? Ban me? Like, okay, then I won't go to. That mic. I don't go there anyway, <laughs> bro. This is that's what I was saying. That whenever I came back from that mic, the next day I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, when I was sitting in the crowd, I kind of got like, I would say, a vibe that they were just weary of me. Not not weird, but they're like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, <laughs> like, who who's this straight spy? Yeah, right. Or is whatever. he here for Breitbart? What's going on? <laughs> like, bitch, I watch Bridgerton. <laughs> 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 I watched a marvelous Miss Maisel motherfucker. <laughs> I seen Creer Eye on uh, Instagram. I mean, on uh, Netflix. I I click past it, but I still see it. <laughs> it's on there. It's on my recommended. I just haven't watched it. I've gotten around to it. My bad. <laughs> my bad, dude. But I don't know. Like I said, I feel like comedy should be inclusive for everybody. That's what I'm saying, and it's just. And now you're excluding people. <laughs> what I, What I'm trying to like, what I'm trying to like, go back into is, are we in a spot where it's should we question them having their own spot and not letting you know straighties go up on the mic is there is it is it wrong for us to question that or should we let them be it should it be super accepted that oh okay it's a gay mic only gay comedians or you know or whatever lgbt i mean that's not that we're questioning it that is wrong i think you should be allowed to question anything i just yeah. Well, I think you should be allowed. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong. It's just like okay, that's their thing. I said I, it, you're only upset if it lets you. Like okay, well then that's just a mic. Then on Thursday I'll go to Bakersfield. Yeah, there's no mic for me in Fresno on a Thursday. That's fine. 
Yeah. Uh, but I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't feel like you should exclude people for doing comedy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, un- I understand. And I'm right there too. It's, it's just excluding people from your, th- from your thing. So how can you expect people to understand your thing? If you're being, you're excluding others, yeah. right? You know, that just doesn't make sense to me. And I'm not talking shit about the scene because I love the scene. Oh, I love all the Fresno. Yeah. I mean, that's where I started here is the Fresno scene. Like, that was, that was my scene. Then I, Started doing Bakersfield more, so I do both. Like I still mm-hmm. like on Tuesdays, the Labyrinth is my favorite place to go to. I still Tuesdays. haven't gone there on Tuesdays. Dude, it's uh, fucking it's so much fun. It's uh, such a great room. It's very uh, welcoming. Mike Wooden hosted very well, uh, and then Hassan he has other people host. It's just a good room. A good room. Mm-hmm. Was it like 60, 70 seats or something like that? It's not a big place, but it's fucking awesome. And uh, that's the best mic in Fresno. To me right now. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll, I'll hit it up next Tuesday then. Yeah. I mean, I've been meaning, dude, fuck, bro. That, and then being, living like where we live, because you live in um, Visalia, it's, you still need to drive an hour up to Fresno, then an hour and a half to Bakersfield. It's yeah. fucking hard as fuck, dude. It's been, like, yeah, I went to Tembler in Bakersfield uh, on Wednesday, and there was legit five audience members mm. so it's just like i mean i have no problem it is what it is we're open micing but it's just like yo, i'm i'm willing to drive an hour like i put in 20 dollars in gas <laughs> to that's come what here i'm go saying so i mean uh, uh what am i supposed to do you want me to do that and then go to a mic and then maybe not get on like <laughs> yeah no fuck no if i'm <laughs> driving anywhere dude even like my my wife doesn't really like this too much but if we go anywhere outside of Porterville and we're going to be there for like later in the afternoon, I'm going to go hit up a mic, dude. I don't mm-hmm. give up. I don't give a fuck where I'm at. San Luis Obispo, um, you know, San Francisco, Sacramento. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go do a mic. I'm out there. Um, I know maybe I should be worried more about like I'm having fun with my wife and stuff. But, dude, I'm going to go do a mic for five minutes. Wait, wait there for like an hour. It'll be funny. And then just Fuck off and go to enjoy the rest of the night, but I I don't like missing out on opportunities right now, um, because any any event an open mic is a good um, networking event, and yeah. that's what I've been noticing more with. You um, seem like you're much better at networking. Oh, like, yeah. Like I'm not good at that shit. I'm I'm learning how to do it. Like, uh, but it's very like out of my element. Like, yeah, to be d- social and. Well, I'm social with comics. Like, you're just yeah. like, hey, like, I love them, but it's just like meeting other people. Like, I'm autistic. I'm just like, hey. Like, just. You, you know, I think, I think that's like one of my gifts, dude, because I feel that a lot of people that are coming to my show uh, June 24th, I've just met them out in the streets, dude, and I'm just like, hey, what's up, man? What are you doing June 24th? And they're like, uh, I don't know. What's going on? It's such a specific date. You're just like, <laughs> What are you doing June 24th around 8 p.m.? Yeah, dude, that's exactly <laughs> what I tell them. And then they're always like, what? They're also baffled, dude. And I, I, I love it. I, I love it. it. It's so funny to me. Um, but then I get them into the, into the show. Then I talk to them more. And, you know, you know me, dude. I have I have a nice, like, inviting personality yeah. to me. Yeah. So, it, and I think that comes to me because I actually, I do, I do listen. I do care about people. And I, I like to learn about people. Um, because growing uh, in the military, I had this awesome leader. He told me, learn from everybody, take the good, and learn from the bad. 
So that's how I've been living my life so far. And it's been awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like cool. worked out. Yeah. And going back to the comedy scene and shit, you definitely need to network a lot, though, because now, yeah, dude, dude, honestly, it's all about that networking. And who knows who knows you? And if you could get because at the end of the day, it's still super um, selfish and greedy and it's a competition, you know, and then people say, well, it's not really competition. You're only competing against yourself. Well, then, bitch, I'm going to compete against myself to be on every show. (laughs) You know what I mean? But people aren't going to give you a show unless you're funny or unless you can scratch their back. Well, I mean, yeah, the other thing is that if you start booking shows, you can get booked on all those shows or if you can bring a following. Like, if you could sell tickets. I mean, but that's with everything. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're funny sometimes as long as you have a following. Exactly. And that's what I'm learning now. Like, I don't... I don't need to be um, the, the funniest motherfucker, but if I sell 50 fucking seats, dog, I'm the funniest fucker there. How much did your headliner bring through? Dude, I mean, I worked with this dude, uh, Smiley. You ever done a Smiley show? Smiley show? No, I haven't done Smiley Calderon. Uh, <laughs> super nice dude. I like Smiley. Uh, he throws these shows, and sometimes they're packed, sometimes they're not. I mean, they're, they're shows. That's how shows are. But one time, this dude uh, sold legit like 30, 40 tickets. And Smiley's like, this dude sold a lot of fucking tickets. And he was mid as a motherfucker. But I was just like, oh, yeah. He just could sell tickets. That's great. Like, that was, that's awesome. But it doesn't mean he's a good comic. It just means he was really good at networking. <laughs> exactly. It's like, sometimes you hear comics and you're like, damn, this motherfucker's so fucking funny. But no one likes him. Yeah. You know, and that happens a lot, dude. And can't be me. <laughs> well, uh, it might be me. Like, <laughs> it might be you. <laughs> it might be fucking but, me. <laughs> but that's why I like you, though, dog. I, yeah. I, I love your. Co- Boy, I think you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, that's the best part. Yeah, I need to work on because I'm kind of a dick if I don't think you're funny. Yeah. I'm, but I mean, but like, you're entitled to your opinion and yeah. stuff, you know. Um, but I get so. people change my opinion. Like, there's comics in Fresno that, like, when they, like, when I, the beginning, I was like, this dude's mid, but they've gotten better. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like him. Like, yeah. He's much better now. You know, I'm I'm like with Ethan. I like uh, just using him as an example. Ever since I met, ever since I saw him do his stand-up, uh, I saw it. I was like, okay. It's funny. You know, not like jumping out of my seat funny. Funny. Yeah. But I like him as a person. <laughs> but I, oh, dude, I feel that a lot. Yeah, like, I like some people as like, as people, but fuck, I hate their comedy. Yeah, but I think he has he has enough personality and enough um com and enough like funniness. Yeah, so he can do comedy, you know, where he can like put on a show, right? Yeah. So I saw that, and I'm just like, okay, I, I need I'm gonna get him on the show, you know, give him a spot because he told me that. Well, not him personally, but his friends and stuff like kind of told me that he was kind of struggling getting on shows and stuff, you know, which I find kind of um, I don't find it weird at all because it, it's hard to get booked it's, on shows it's sometimes. Clicky, bro. Like, yeah. You have to be in with certain people to get on shows. That's, that's why I like going to Bakersfield more because I don't get on a lot of shows in Fresno. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like Michael throw me on some. Uh, well, shout out to Mike Wooten again. But, uh, yeah, some people like uh, will throw me on stuff, but Bakersfield shows love. Like, they, they put me on a lot of shows. Bakersfield, so. 
Bakersfield has a super sick community. Of they comics, do. Like dude. they have a very cool. They're a uh, Bakersfield scene is more business minded, where they do want to throw more shows. They want to work together like that. They do more writing rooms. Whereas Fresno scene is more fun. Everybody hangs out, and that's so much fucking. That's so much more fun to just hang yeah. out with them because they'll go to the bar after, and everybody's funny, and that's mm. cool. But like Bakersfield just does it different, where they're just like, we're gonna work on sketches together. We're yeah. gonna jump on each other's shows, and then like it's cool like that. Dog, I find that so fucking fire. But that's because I'm also like show oriented, and I'm like, at the end of the day, dude. If you're not working towards a goal, what the fuck are you doing? So, and especially if you're throwing a show, that's why I ask the bad neighbors and jokes on you guys to come because I know for a fact they're gonna come up with a, like a little sketch or whatever they do, or we can just come up with one. I need, I, th- I think they might be coming over tomorrow, but we'll see. And then the jokes on you guys, I told them I said you guys need to put on a rose battle, even if it's just Bobby versus fucking Anthony. If Porterville people see that then you could pull them to go watch your shows up in Bakersfield because they're worth an hour drive. I believe so. Um, I love them. I think they're so oh, funny. Yeah, I love rivers and Bobby, uh, but the business side of it too. I, I love that shit, dude. I dude, honestly, like it, it's a bit of, it's been kind of a, a stress, you know, having to do the marketing for my show and getting in contact with the comedians and making sure I could pay these motherfuckers and shit like that sourcing the venue and making sure permits and bullshit and shit yeah yeah well you got sponsors yeah bro yeah man that's crazy dude i'm telling you like right now i what i'm trying to build is something for porterville that's still going to be thriving once i'm gone because have you tried working on a water well (laughs) (laughs) dude funny enough Uh, i've been trying to work for the city at the wastewater management plant dude you guys have water here apparently dude i remember i used to work in porterville at the at&t over there uh like towards the college oh yeah it sucks uh (laughs) but fucking yeah dude i remember driving around to go get lunch and shit you'd have like stacks of water cases on people's doorsteps because I guess Porterville's running out of water. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, no. Back probably like three years, four years ago, yeah. they had a, fu- a horrible drought, you know. God bless I was in Europe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck this place. Yeah, facts. Dude, um, but I swear to God, one time this lady got mad because she came into the AT&T. She was like, why is your guys' internet so slow? And I was like, it runs on water. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's not funny. And I was like, oh. Oh, uh, okay. Well, the internet is not good here because there's not enough people. The AT and T doesn't want to put enough resources into it. So go get charter. Like I yeah. to go get fucking charter. Go get better internet. Yeah, bitch. I don't know, bitch. Go bring your credit somewhere else. Uh, facts. What a hater. What a hating bitch. Huh? <laughs> so, if that was me and you would have told me, I would have died laughing, yeah, bro. I mean, I'd have been like, all right, now I'm not gonna bust your balls. <laughs> yeah, well, this bitch couldn't get on to MySpace or whatever the fuck she was trying to get on. <laughs> she was in a mood. Of course. But I was just like, oh. yeah. Uh, Sometimes jokes don't don't work. (laughs) That's why you do it anyways, dude. I was bombing at fucking AT&T stores, bro. God, that's my thing. I I always tell a shitty joke everywhere I go. (laughs) Yo, dude, I think it's so funny. I I like, I love doing this joke just to see like which, which way the crowd is fucking leaning. But it's, um, it's, uh, it's the, have you heard the Amsterdam joke that I have? I love doing that one. And just watching people's faces and their reactions. Because a lot of people, like, if they're really, like, cynical and shit, they'll fucking laugh. 
but most of the people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> but that's what I love. I love raw comedy, bro. You know? And the first joke has to be quick, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. My first joke's like, my opener is like 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My opener, my opener, whenever I'm not in Porterville, it's like, oh, I'm from Porterville. We, and I had to leave there because we have like two things there. Uh, taco stand where everyone gets tacos and an applebee's where everyone does coke <laughs> and then everyone just laughs because everyone's a fucking cokehead nowadays <laughs> dude it's, it's very weird yeah it's so fucking weird the people you don't know would do it you're just like oh you do coke that's wow i i found it crazy whenever i went to a family function and people were doing cocaine in the family function see my family is not that cool yeah, dude, I, I didn't know my family was that cool, man. <laughs> you know, so I, I saw them. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are crazy. And I'm, and they're like, dude, take a bump. I was like, no, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? Come on, Grandpa. Fuck <laughs> Party, I say. Do it, fucker. Have you watched this food on fucking Hulu? Dude, I've been meaning to. It looks hella funny. That The guy who plays the main character is so fucking funny. Dude, he is. He's so fucking He's hilarious. One of the funniest comics I've seen in a while. That fool's a proper comedian. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah, he was. He's done Fresno before. He's fucking so funny. Oh, I'm gonna have to go check this shit I think out. He has like a 30 minute special or some bullshit on uh, on YouTube or something. But I've seen him do stand up somewhere else too. He's he's very funny. Damn, I'm gonna have to get him on the podcast, dog. Yeah, he's mad funny. Hell yeah, that guy's fucking. That guy's so funny, and I love how he's doing it for the community too. Like. Uh, because now we have us Mexican-American foods have some shit to watch and actually, like, laugh to. And, like, we could understand the lingo that these foods are saying. Like, it was going on with you, big dog. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. But also, like, white people could watch that shit, too, or black people, and they would get it. Yeah, like, exactly. So enough to where, like, it's not, it's not just some random little thing only Mexicans would know. Yeah, yeah. But I, it is cool to see somebody who kind of looks like you with the same skin tone and hairstyle. You're like, oh, yeah. That looks, nice. that looks like somebody in my family. If for real, that looks like my fucking ugly ass cousin, fool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's very weird. Yeah. Honestly, dude, I, I, I love it. I love the way that the world is kind of moving to like more acceptance and stuff. Yeah. I, I do love that. I love that a lot. You know, there's good parts and bad parts to it. Like, yeah, like I'm getting, glad it's inclusive. I'm glad everybody's being a part of it. But sometimes it feels forced. It's just like, all right, you didn't have to make this part a certain thing. Ah, yeah. Fuck. You know, me me and my wife, we always comment it. We always comment on the fucking <laughs> whenever they like because we think it's fucking bullshit sometimes. But we also understand that, you know, Portoville's nothing but Mexicans. So whenever, you know, you have like a uh, like um, was it February is like black uh, black history month. Right. Yeah. And then they have like one like <laughs> the, the, the BLM collection and there's only like one black pro po- person on the poster we like we point that shit out and then we're like what the fuck is that really inclusive dog <laughs> or is that like you just put it there so you yeah, your wife is uh she's black right yeah yeah she, well, she, yeah, she, yeah. Is she oh, she's African british American? british right yeah she's british and so, she's caribbean so does she identify with like black holidays here like juneteenth or black history month for instance like i think I haven't asked her. I, I think I have asked her, actually. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm black. But does she, like, underst- understand? Well, because, like, like uh, Juneteenth is celebrating, what, like, where they freed slaves here in America, right? Yeah. 
So Freak slaves in America. So but she's that's not like, she's British. Like, yeah, well, exactly. Does it? So she doesn't really fall into that category. I know what you mean. Dude. Yeah, I was like wondering. That's a God bless. I don't need to deal with those struggles, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like we're never gonna ask her. But like, we'll, no, I'll, we'll I'll, see you in I'll June. Yeah, we'll see you in June. I'll, I'll just fucking watch her. <laughs> What's today's date, bro? Like. <laughs> June, June oh, next month, bro. We yeah, next month, I'm a, I'm a fucking videotape her all day. So I'm going to hit you up in two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, how's she feeling today? Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I, baby, um, do you feel like a little... Do you feel a little freedom? Yeah. <laughs> but she has, she, she has like, um, told me, and, I've, and I have noticed that we definitely, like, get a little bit um, upstairs, you know? Just oh, because, of course, yeah. Just because of um, the community that we're in. Not saying that our community is racist at all. They're just uncultured. <laughs> yeah, it's very. <laughs> yeah. So I know some. I've dated black girls before. When you yeah. go in public, people look at you kind of weird, and yeah. you're just like. Right. And then you've told I've told other girls that like, yeah, I've dated black girls and white girls and Mexican girls. Like, ew, why? It's just like oh, fucking hating bitches. That's yeah, why. bitches be hating because them. you guys don't like me because I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to go somewhere where they're not going to be upset that I don't know Spanish. Facts. I mean, I know. You'll see, I love Espanol, but I, for me, it's just. Dog, you know, I always knew. Well, I didn't always know that I was going to be with a black woman. But I, when I watched Pink Panther and I saw Beyonce, dog, I saw that bitch. I said, damn, I love black women. That bitch is, it was beautiful. She still is. But that's when I knew. I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, no, I did. You know, what? I like black girls. I, was, I dated black girls, but like, I remember when I seen uh, the fuck is that black girl's name? She's she's famous now, but she was in Baby Boy. Oh, yeah, Karen oh, I was over the scene where she's naked in the fucking <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> that was the, like one of the first black girls I seen. Naked. I was like, wow, oh. and that was kind of my thing. And yeah, that's oh, what it is. No, talking about it was fun. But I'm also, like, yeah, I did date other races because they don't judge you for not being authentically Mexican. Yeah. And it's not something I had to They never brought up. It wasn't a big deal. The best is whenever you're fucking a white girl with the racist parents and they're talking <laughs> shit about you inside their living room and they don't know that you're fucking their daughter. That's <laughs> <laughs> they're saying a whole bunch of disrespectful bean eating <laughs> shit. So. <laughs> so cool. I never really did a lot. It was like two or three white girls. Not a huge fan. I don't know, man. White people like paying for shows, so I don't like talking shit about them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get along with them. It's just the, the dating yeah. thing wasn't like a... Yeah, but I hope white people come out, yeah, because they, yeah. they do pay. Yeah, wait, I, do I... White, you know, white I need to pay the most. Yeah. So, dude, I'm sorry, but this is this is the position you get to put yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get for having expendable money. Yeah. Sorry, dude. You, cho- you chose this life. Yeah, we should have snorted that alpha brain. Should have started it. That would have that would have been the opening clip. Fuck it. Oh, do you feel any different right now? I don't know. Fuck. God damn it. Come on, <laughs> Joe. We got to make this shit stronger. I, like, I was legit looking for it right now. I was like, I heard it was better with a recall, but I don't know. With a recall? Like uh, thinking of memories and like calling back names and like. Just oh. Because that's what Joe Rogan says. Yeah. Because it's his thing. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. I. I find it that it. For me, it's working right now because I'm more focused on you yeah. than outside events. Because normally I'll be like looking at my phone or just being like with ADHD kind of shit. Like, oh no, what I'm gonna do next or what can I talk about next? But more, I feel more in the moment now. Hmm. Uh, I think it's. I mean, it's been for me. Oh, we've been on the potty for two hours, oh, dog. Shit. Two hours and thirteen minutes. This is a good one. That's wild. I know. It just comes out naturally, dog. Just comes out naturally. It's chilling. <laughs>
Just chileando, fool. You know. Ya tú sabes. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, big dog? What's up, fool? Hey, dude. So seriously, though, I really do want you for the show. I don't know where I'm going to put you in the lineup because I wanted somebody strong. I was like, I'll open, bro. I don't care. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And then you'll set the fucking tone. I know you will. uh, I've opened forever. That's the thing you're going to have to do in the beginning, too, is that you will open for a lot of shows because it's not the best spot. It is the hardest spot. It's the hardest fucking spot. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Like, if you're opening, dog, that you... Because you set the tone for the rest of this show, dog. I mean, the host, people are there. They're going to listen to the host. But it's not the host's job. I mean, it is kind of to set the mood and tempo. But it's the f- openers to really get the comedy show going. like, yeah. And you can't fuck up being an opener because if you do, then you fuck up the line set. Because this is – tell me if I'm wrong. Please tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but you have a strong opener. Then you put a little bit like maybe one or two weak dudes after. You know, that way they kind of – they ride the wave of the opener. I mean, also, you don't – I mean, you kind of just – you don't want to put somebody behind that's going to get buried. Yeah. Oh fuck. God damn. It. No, I mean like it depends. Like I mean, if it's the show you're talking about over here with Marcos and Rivers and everybody, that's like uh, everybody's fine. Yeah. But also, you can't. Some people are gonna have an off night. I have off nights sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not worried about the boys. I'm not worried about the boys because we have some local comics that I'm gonna have going Who? on, and they Who? have his name. One of the name is Scallywag. <laughs> you know Scally? No, I, I want to meet him now. Yeah, I'm telling you, you'll, he's, you're going to be in for a fucking treat with that guy. I love him. <laughs> that was crazy, dog. Yeah, then I have uh, my boy also, Marcos, but my boy Marcos is a little bit more seasoned. So I think I'm going to have him at the not at the end, but he'll be a transition also point. Also, don't put too many people because if you have seven people on a show, that's too many people. Like, really? That's a lot of people. Because so eventually people? the audience is going to get tired. tired. The most comedy you should do is like an hour and a half. That's that's where I was right now. Yeah. So right now I have Warren. How much time is Warren doing? I'm going to give him 20. Okay. He could do 20 easy. Yeah, I've never. I've, I've seen him before. I've never seen his whole set, but I've seen him at like the well. So. Yeah, he has an energy, dog. Yeah. He'll 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 be a proper closeout. So it would be Warren. Then we have um, Anthony. Hadegi, Marcos, they're both doing 10, I think, or 15. can't really remember. Um, I'll check my notes. And then I have Bobby and Anthony. Then you, Marcos, Scallywag. Oh. I was like, that's pushing like an hour 45. Yeah, right there. Fuck, dude. You're right. I guess I'm going to have to give Scallywag. Because I still want to give Scallywag and this other fool a fucking spot because they are local performance performers give me five <laughs> that's, that's what i was gonna do i was gonna give them just like a solid like dude five fucking minutes because i mean does scallywag do comedy doug this who says that he's done the fucking <laughs> he's done he, he said that he's been at the laugh factory like he said that he's done open mics there he said that he's done shows up in fres uh up in Sa- san francisco and shit like that so how do you meet these people? Where do you meet a dude named Scallywag? Were you by the ocean somewhere? <laughs> Dog, you want to hear the story about how I met Scally, dude? I fucking I was working at a pistachio farm and it was training day. And then that fool was there and he needed a ride home. And I offered to give him a ride home. And then we started talking. And then I was doing after after that job was over. I didn't talk to him. I didn't really know him or whatever. And then I started doing comedy at Landing 13 before we got kicked yeah, off. Remember that. And he showed up and he was like, was he performing? 
he saw me perform and he's like, what the fuck, bro? You do comedy? I was like, yeah, <laughs> doing it now. And then he's like, oh, fuck me too. Then he went up on stage and he did pretty well. He did well, you know, and then he did it another like one or two times that I saw him perform. And, uh, you know, his his comedy is wild. <laughs> so he's good. We, I think we got kind of like kicked out or pushed out of that spot because he went up on stage kind of drunk or he might have not even been drunk. That's how much of an energy this kid has. He he goes up on stage and he's like, so who here's fucked fat bitches before? <laughs> and it was a family room, you know, so. Yeah, we were like 13. Yeah, so. The, the fucking month it was open, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. I, I wish that would. I remember, I love Boydston. He, was, he hosted it. Oh, nice. Boyson did Landing 13? I believe Andrew Boyson hosted Landing 13. Oh, wow. I don't think I was there whenever. Oh, I, I mean, I don't remember which time he did it, but I, I believe yeah. he hosted Landing 13. Because it was only open for a little while, and then they closed it. Yeah. I think they reopened it for, like, musical acts, but now they reclosed it down because now they don't. I don't I don't know, man. It, it was weird to go out there because it was, like, on the airport thing, and you were just, like, it was this one by the airport, right? No, no, no. This is no, no, no. I think you're talking about like the landing strip or some shit. Oh, like that. maybe. Yeah. Oh, it might be a whole different place. Fuck. I think it is a whole different huh. place. Yeah, because I even had Jeremiah Nation come play at Landing Thirteen. He killed it, dude. I, I but but then I had but then I had people come up to me after after him. They're like, um, you know, people are a little bit worried about some of the comedians, you know, going up there and saying the word bitch, you know. Yeah. And I was just like. I hear you. I'm sorry about that. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? It's comedy. Like, it's that's and what that's the, the hard fuck part I'm about saying. comedy is that like that's why it's harder to throw an open mic because you have to have people that are super cool with you saying whatever. Exactly. And ah, uh, and it's hard to have an open mic during the fucking week, dude, because people work, and comedy works better later on in the day, like yeah. later on in the evening. I would say like seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight. That's a perfect time to start putting on a mic. Like that's when people are like already kind of buzzing hard. Ready to fucking listen to some fucking jokes, dude. Son of a bitch. This show, this shit is, this is why I love it, but it's hard, bro. Because now I'm trying to like build something, you know. Um, I want to host my own open mic out here. But who the fuck is going to drive all the way to Porterville, you know, if it's not a prime time, you know. That's why I was thinking about doing something on a Friday and have it like a premium sort of thing. But. How often and how long can I actually have a lifeline for that? Because what about if the first like three weeks I have five comics come up, you know, and that's oh, good. Dude, you'll that's never, good. You won't run out of comics to bring up. Like, I'll be you'll be I fucking mean, surprised, bro, you, because I asked a lot of people, dude, whenever the landing 13 was coming out. No, for open mic. No, if you want to do a regular yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get comics out there. But if you're trying to do an open mic, yeah, they're not going to go because every comic around here already has their own scene. That's yeah. They don't have to drive to. Yeah. Like, minus me and you. Yeah, exactly. And there's obviously yeah. like a comic, uh, like other comics in my side, like a few. Like yeah, you have Colton. Shout out to Colton. Yeah, he love, just produced the fucking show. Oh yeah, Colton Irvine's dope. I love Colton. He's so fucking funny, dude. He, you know, back to like 
with his comedy, I think his comedy is is I wouldn't say white, but it is kind of like a little bit more. It's Caucasian leaning. Caucasian, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Caucasian, <laughs> Caucasian yeah. leaning. I like that. No, but but it definitely is. But I still find it fucking funny. Oh yeah, I love Golden. He has this, yeah. he has this joke about playing soccer with Mexicans. It's one of my favorite jokes. Oh I fuck! I wish I was. I haven't heard yeah. that one. Yeah, that he's very funny. fucking funny. Uh, but Colton makes me laugh. Yeah, he does. Dude, I I love him. I I wish I could have put him on this show, but. It's it's keep it raw, and I I need I need greedy motherfuckers because we're greedy people, Gr- not not greedy gritty 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 people out here in Porterville, you know, and we want to hear that raw shit. We don't we're not po- we're not politically correct out here, dude, you know. And if you want to be politically correct, then don't come out to the show. Whatever, be upset. But I'll have shows in the future where it'll be more leaning towards, you know, the Colton vibes, more of a Trent Babs kind of guy. You know <laughs> what I mean? But I say that because I asked Trent. I was like, Trent, you would you headline my show in Porterville? And he even told me I have I hold Trent up in high respects in my own mind in this comedy game. Because he is kind of like a leader, and he he has set the path for a lot of us. And he told me, all for Porterville, you want somebody more like a Jeremiah Nation kind of guy, you know, more up, a lot more raw, you know, with intense, like really fucking fucked up jokes and shit like that, you yeah. know. So, so the, I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, it also depends on the venue and the the type of people you're going for. Yeah, and I'm I'm learning all that right now with this production. Or the people the that show. come out to your show. Like, I mean, like if you do something called the Dirty Show, that would be probably better because it's just like, oh, it's it's just dirty jokes. Dirt, dirty just, jokes. Yeah. And but like, there's also people that are great that are clean. Like Nate Bargatze is an amazing comedian. Nate Bargatze. Yes, nice. he's he's a fucking murderer. He's clean, but he's so good you don't notice. Ah. You're just watching him, and you don't think like, "Oh, he hasn't said the word fuck yet." Like you're not. Wow. He's he's just an amazing comedian because there are people that will just destroy without cussing at all. That's where I want to be at, dude. Yeah. I want to get that good. That's fu- dude. Honestly, that's maybe it's the way that I grew up and the way that I speak. But I find that kind of I find that hard. <laughs> no, you I know? mean, but also like if. You could, if you write a joke and you take out all the curse words and it's not funny, then it's not a good joke. Oh, I like that. And every yeah. once in a while, you need a, a curse word to help with the joke. It'll mm. make it stronger. But I mean, if you take out that curse word, it still should be a solid joke. Like, mm. So, I mean, yeah, some people just curse and they think it's funny. It's not. No, it's, it's not. See, it, exactly. And that's where I fucking. That's when I knew that I had to do better. Every time that I go up there, it's a learning fucking experience, bro. Uh, like I and I always ask people that I see that are comfortable up on stage and that have good jokes. I always ask for their opinion and their feedback because I that's the way I learn, you know. Uh, so Anthony Hodgey helped me out a lot too because I because at the beginning I was reading a lot from like kind of a script sort of thing, yep. you know. And he told me that shit's fucking lame, dude. Like, go up there and go be yourself, you fucking bitch, you know? Oh, yeah, man, but that's... Everybody will tell you that, but it takes a long time to figure out who you are on stage. Yeah. Because you're going to try to be somebody else. You're going to try to be somebody you envy or somebody you just seen or somebody who's hot at the moment. Or you're going to... Until you figure out, like, oh, this is just how I am on stage. And then it's, it's going to... Like I, in the beginning, I was a lot 
like I try to be like Anthony Jesselneck. I love Anthony Jesselneck. He's mm. one of my favorite comics in the world. And then I try to be like Daniel Tosh more. And then it's just ah. like, you just try to find your own voice. Like, I don't want to sound like any, I want to sound like me. Yeah. It, honestly, that's, and whenever he said that, it clicked into my own head. Like, I, w- I feel that I'm blessed to figure this out early enough in my comedy career where it's just you, dog. <laughs> the, the way that you talk and the way that you speak, you, you could always like, introduce other slang terms and stuff for your audience and stuff but at the end of the day it's you you're the core of your fucking jokes and shit so if you're not comfortable with who you the fuck you are then you're gonna have kind of a hard time dude Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day you're up on stage bro and people could kind of like well i wouldn't even say kind of people could read your energy they could read who the fuck you are you know like that one day that i went up there on stage with just my tank top (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) <laughs> yeah was that at uh in Tulare? that was in Tulare. i was there and yeah. i remember i said you look like uh fuck who is it oh so fucking funny dude i remember that that shit was so funny <laughs> you look like what's that playboy bunny or the fuck is that dude? <laughs> is that a bad, bad bunny, bunny. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it look like you listen to bad bunny or something <laughs> That was so stupid like that. It was like, I remember just thinking, that, like, you look like you're losing a Bad Bunny. What are you fucking was, doing? And you know he's bumping Bad Bunny in his Honda. <laughs> <laughs> he took out that bandana just to come up here. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking funny. I love that, dude. Fuck, yeah. It was fucking funny. I, uh, dude, I, I love it, dude. I can't wait until I'm, I'm more back, uh, until I'm able to go back into the scene swinging. Um... I think this month I'll, I'll be out there a little bit more often just so I can work on some jokes. But, yeah, I, I miss being part of the fucking scene, just dude. Just try doing it three days a week. The, I, I try to. I, I honestly do. That's my do. goal. It's really yeah. like I do Sundays, I do Tuesdays, and I do Thursdays. Ah, uh, nice. Sundays? You do Sundays? Mm-hmm. Sundays you go up to Bakersfield, huh? It depends. Like uh, Sometimes I'm able to get in the list for the full circle one. Oh, so okay. I'll go, like I'm on there tomorrow. No. I got lucky. I checked my email at the right time. But if I don't get on there, I'll go to fucking Baco. I'm glad that you fucking told me I have to email the dude before going to the full circle because I was mm-hmm. just going to show up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll get three minutes. Like mm-hmm. Three the, minutes. The list is already full. Fresno has a pretty big um, comedy scene out of nowhere, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's been growing over the past four years, like when I started over there. That's uh, where I mostly was, was Fresno. Mm. And... Uh, I mean, it's grown to a lot of comics now. There were, I remember, a lot. Um, there were people that were doing it that stopped when I started here, and all that's fucking crazy. Because mm. like now, there's like a whole new scene of people. That's what they were telling me. Um, that's what Ethan and them like, were telling me. Mike was there. Ethan was there. Zay was there. Um, fuck, I have to look around and see who else was there when I started. Yeah. Antonio was coming around. Tony Martinez. Uh, that fool does good. Dave Epcarian was already a thing. He was, he's was he been around for a while. But yeah. I mean, what about he, Danny Minch? Danny Minch has been doing comedy for a while in Fresno, but he just sucks as a person. That's what that's what a lot of people like nobody tell me. Wa- nobody wants to work with Danny. But, uh, Why is that? Because he's an asshole. Oh. Like, this dude, the reason I stopped doing like I used to love the Chico's. That was one of my favorite mics in Fresno. But the thing is that it's only three minutes, and then mm-hmm. he wanted to start charging motherfuckers. Like, there was, like, two lists all of a sudden, and then there was, like, a pay list where if you buy something, which he gets a cut of from the bar, then you can go sooner. 
But like I said, I'm driving from Fresno. I'm doing you're already doing three minutes. Now you want me to buy fucking food? Mm. Suck my dick. I'm not going to your fucking shitty mic. Yeah. That's, so I, I stopped going. That's pushing it, dude. And I, I I tell people you guys shouldn't do his mic. Fuck Danny. <laughs> but he gives people opportunities and all that. And then good for good for him. I just think it's bullshit to try to charge people who are broke as fuck already yeah. to, to go to them. Because comedians are the brokest art form. Like, kind of, yeah. Not even kind of, yeah. Fuck. Ugh. Jesus. So, yeah, I don't know. That's why I was like, I'm not doing it, especially for three minutes. You fucking insane. I would pay I would pay for s- five, six minutes. Because it's like, a, you know, but, like, I'm not doing three. Yeah. I, you know, that's exactly what the fuck I was going to tell you. You know how he has, like, those opening spots and it's 15 minutes, right? For the headliner or whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, then Danny will go on say he'll have he'll, he'll get a headliner that'll do like t- thirty minutes, yeah. and then Danny will go on and do twenty eight minutes. Uh. Like, what's the oh god? He's he's the shittiest comic. He always fucks up the energy of the room. Uh, he. <laughs> He doesn't work on new material. Like it's I could get that from Daddy. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel I feel like I could just give Danny a fucking uh like a ten dollar bag of Coke and be like, Hey, I'm gonna do fifteen minutes in the beginning of everybody and he'll be like he'll be <laughs> All right, you're on. <laughs> yeah, I I know comedians that have done cocaine with Danny Bench and have gotten time off it and like, like I said, I I don't do Chico. I don't fucks with Danny Bench. Yeah. And I recommend nobody else does. <laughs> well, that was Eric's two cents. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Fresno open mic de Chico's. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do have some good food there? No, the food is great. Yeah, uh, I just don't like Danny Mensch. Everything else about it, like the che- the restaurant is great. They have some really good fucking pizza, really good pasta and everything. Uh, oh, the yeah. staff is very nice. They're very yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah, the staff is always cool. There's a dude named Andrew who used to work there. He was cool as shit. But, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, everything else, the Danny Mensch blows. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else about the Chico's is great. Go eat at the Chico's, just not on Wednesdays. <laughs> nice. We're gonna have. I'm gonna have to get Danny on here. Fuck. Oh god, that'd be funny. I, I want to see what, what happens. Fuck. Hey, I don't. I haven't built. I haven't built a stage for um the show yet. I mean, I, I don't have a stage. Bro, you could put it in the corner of the room. Like you've done. You've seen strummers. Yeah. Or I just have. Like, yeah. And strummer shows sometimes they bang. Like sometimes <sighs> they're fucking wild. So uh, I mean. I was thinking about stealing, like, we're not stealing, but acquiring, like, four to six pallets and then putting plywood on top of them and draping, like, a black cloth over it. That'll work. And then That's what I was thinking. Because we have a band playing, too. Oh, that, I mean, you might have to worry. Cause yeah, because n- now the band was like, fuck, man. Yeah, just, uh, I'm telling you, bro, just put it in the corner. Like, yeah. fucking, yeah. Wait, I can't. I can't. And the, the venue is actually pretty big, so. Oh. Yeah. So Shit, it's going to be wild. It's going to be... Dude, no, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be so fucking fun. The show is going to be so fucking raw, dude. It's BYOB. It's going to be so... F- Where's it going to be at? It's going to be here in Porterville on the east side, but not too deep east, so you don't need to bring your gun, right? I was about <laughs> to say, east side Porterville is kind of hood, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, they though. Don't got, they don't got water. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you. But that's, but that's why I want to give back to the community, bro. That's This is my shit. Like, I don't know. I... Uh, I know, f- I know for a fact people from Porterville, they fuck with me, and I fuck with them back, and I want to give them something super fun and enjoyable. And, and plus, the food that everyone spends on, the money that they spend on food there is going to a good cause. We're actually, um, the proceeds from the food trucks go to a local softball team. So they're, like, chasing championships and shit oh, all, all across the state and shit, so... 
Shout outs, hot shots. Hell yeah, boy. You know what I'm talking about? Sponsoring the gay softball team? That's dope. Like, like yeah. It's, yeah <laughs> they, they, dude, well, honestly, they. Uh, I went to go do a podcast promotional video for Mi Familia Taco Spot, right? And we have some nice uh, footage and shit. I'll show you after the podcast. But that's where I was talking about, like, making it more into a show sort of thing. And we got a nice... Um, I've been talking to the dude for Isaac for a while now, but we finally were able to shoot on Saturday and he brought up, he's like, Hey, do you think that we could do some food stuff? Cause at, in my head, I always wanted food there, but I didn't have the resources to get food there. But now the hot shots coach, she's kind of investing on investing and banking on the show. So she could help her, her squad and her team go up and, that's just to me. It w- it was kind of cool to see how the family, how the universe really works towards the greater good of you know the world. So I'm just super excited for the show and shit. But I mean that's that's two hours and thirty minutes right that's there. That's wild, dude. Yeah, that flew by. I should yeah, It was fun, huh? He's doing fucking podcasts. It's weird. Yeah, right. Podcasts are so fucking fun. I really want to see if you are able to get that um, podcast off the ground with uh, Anthony. Because I think if you guys are able to like work it out, I think it would be fucking funny. I, hope so, I, I would li- I would listen to it. I've been listening uh, more and more to the Bad Neighbors podcast. Shout outs to the oh, boys. Dude, yeah, I love like I love them all individually. Yeah, uh, their podcast is very funny. Their podcast is <laughs> nice. They have a good. They have. Good, I love good Nathaniel. Cohesion. I love yeah. Marcos. Fucking Anthony. They're all fucking funny, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, that's why I had to, I had to have them come out to the first show because I know that regardless of what. Of regardless, I know that they'll be fucking funny. Marcos is hilarious. Anthony is hilarious, and they put and they're performers. You know, at the end of the day, you're not you're not putting your money in a bad spot if you get the bad neighbors onto your show. You yeah, know? me and Marcos and Anthony started around the same time. Like I seen Marcos when they were doing COVID comedy in Bakersfield in the nice. back of Joe Jitsu, and I think it was I don't know what set it was. It was when he was still starting comedy, but he was doing crowd work and he got on stage, and he was uh, talking to the owner who owned the place joe's do you ever go to joke jitsu joke no no, no I didn't. so joke jitsu was an open mic in the back of a fucking mma gym nice. and the guy who run the gym was at the show and marco starts fucking with them and marco's like let me punch you and the guy's like yeah i'll let you punch me he's like are you gonna hit me back he's like oh i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you uh. <laughs> marco's got threatened on stage and that was the first time i seen marco <laughs> <laughs> Classic Marcos. The, the dude had a hammer. His name, I believe his name was Hammer. He had a hammer tattooed on his fucking face. I think he's still teaching in Bakersfield, if you could find him. Great Jeez. dude. Don't hurt me. Yeah, uh, shout out to Big Hammer, dog. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Hammer Time, bro. Fucking <laughs> 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 Marcos was about to get pounded, dude. dude. That, was, yeah, that was the first time I met Marcos. <laughs> that fool likes getting pounded, though, dog. <laughs> oh, I love Marcos. Yeah, I, dude, I, dude, he's so fucking... <laughs> he's such an asshole, but he's so fucking funny. I don't. Sometimes I don't know whether that's... His persona just on stage or just genuinely he's just a dick. <laughs> but I've had conversations where he's super nice and, and stuff, you know. Oh, he's a sweet dude. But yeah, those are. Yeah. That's the thing is that like uh, I'm going to make fun. of. I'm going to tell you you're great away from you when you're not around. But if you're around, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. Like, every time I see Marcos, I'll just be like, I'll lean in and be like, 
Yo, you're you're disgusting me fat. That's so funny. We're so we're so we're so different because then uh, I'm the type of dude to grab Mar. I I'll grab Marcos's shoulder and be like, "Damn, dude, you're looking good today." Doug. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> I'll have, uh, like as soon as he wants it, like he's so fucking funny. I love my. Yeah. He makes me laugh. He's he's fat as fuck still. That doesn't negate the fact that he's yeah. fat. <laughs> I like making him look. I like making him fucking feel awkward, dog. I, I think it's so fucking funny, fucking with comics, dude. Yeah, dude. That's the mo- and that's when I know you're a cool comic when I could fuck with you. You'll just start laughing and yeah. make fun of me back because yeah. like if i have to watch what i'm saying around you i'm not gonna like you no dude. Like, i'm not gonna like you dude like it's gonna be weird i'm gonna say something fucked up you're probably gonna tell somebody and i'm gonna get canceled so. <laughs> this is like the first time i met fucking anthony bro the whenever he <laughs> whenever i first was up this the thing I, I talked to him he's like i don't know what the fuck happened but he was shaking my hand and he's all hey so your dad Hey, so your parents touched you too? Oh, she said, oh, so your dad touched you too, huh? <laughs> I looked at him. I said, shut the fuck up. I said, I started, I was like, no. I started yeah, laughing. Did you see my podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That guy's so fucking fuck. That's how I knew that me and him were going to be friends. But even all of them, I, you know, I like everybody, kind of. Yeah, that, that scene, yeah, I love the Bakersfield scene. The it's, Bakersfield is so much fun. Right when I went in there, I said, like, into the well, I was like, Ooh, the energy here is like there. These guys are putting such hard effort into building, creating something here, and it's just the energy was raw, baby. And I, and I loved it, and I I got attached to it. I wish I I don't wish I need to I need to make my way back up there because I I love it. But I want to go on Tuesdays. How are the Tuesday shows there? I uh, hit and miss. Uh, I like that Marcos hosted. Yeah, I go out there just to see everybody. But uh, yeah, I mean sometimes. It sucks, and sometimes it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like there's, there's, you know, good days and bad days. I, I like how Marcos hosts. He's nice, quick, fast, and hurry. This is another person who's very good at crowd work that I'm just like, I can't do that, but fuck, you make it look easy, and it's yeah. funny. I I knew he was a f- he was goaded at crowd work whenever he ate that fucking hot dog at the fucking rocking horse. Oh, that was funny, dude. That was what what kind of fat bastard eats a fucking <laughs> hot? <laughs> he gets him. off a of stage to go pick up a hot dog and he's eating a hot dog in the mic. The fucking Marcos, dude, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, man. he's funny, man. Yeah. I've seen Marco do some funny shit. Yeah, who's fucking funny, dude? Yeah, <laughs> I I I think that he'll be the transition point into um Warren. I think that would be a solid one. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, Marcos, yeah, one of the few people I love to watch and makes me fucking laugh. Yeah, I I want him to go travel. I want him yeah, to. Go. He'll do more. I mean, yeah. he's he's busy making a career as uh, a cook at, <laughs> at the well. Comedy Short club. order cook, duh. Hey, yo, don't hey, don't make my fucking fries too crispy, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the, I think a, I think he has the ability to travel. I I wish he, he would fucking. I wish that he would. I wish that he would be like fuck it. You know what? I'm just gonna suck my cock all the way to Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah, that's why Bakersfield's good because it's so close to LA. You don't yeah. have to live there. It's an hour. I drive an hour and a half to get to Bakersfield. They drive an hour and a half to get to LA. Oh, so fucking. Uh, I'm just like that's to me. It just is a no brainer. Like, we're gonna have to move to Bakersfield. Yeah. What you wouldn't want to take the trip all the way to go to um. What do you? Well, uh, Austin. I would take a trip out there. I wouldn't want to live out there. Why? Uh, it's Texas still. I could still go to jail for weed and. Ah, I hear you on that. I don't, yeah, it just seems like uh, there's too many guns. Uh, well, I'm fine with guns. I think you should be allowed to have guns. I love I think you should have a permit. Like, I don't know, some kind of license. Like, I you, mean, <laughs> you shouldn't just be able to walk into Walmart and buy a gun in 20 minutes. 
Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But is your is it your God given right to have a gun? Oh yeah, you should have. Fuck yeah, you should be allowed to have a gun. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah, I think it should take more than one. But they, yeah, they you could just carry openly there. That's fucking crazy. Like you don't need a license to conceal carry there. You just put that bitch in your waistband and go to the store. <laughs> I I kind of like that. I think that's tight. <laughs> I, <sighs> I think I think that 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 pulls a lot. You better watch what the fuck you're saying, dog. Fuck all that. <laughs> now, you can't just shoot people because you don't like what they say, though. Stand your ground. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then next thing you know, you're making open mics just for certain people. And that's, oh, that's what that, fuck. That's where it leads to. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. I don't know. They're, they're doing a good job. I actually, I have my friend Ben. He fucking, he was an LA comic. And he said that he was in LA for such a long time. And then he was, he only got, one year he only got put on like four shows. And within moving to Austin, he got put on around like four shows within the first month that he was there. And he's been doing like up not not even the whole year has finished and he's already up like to 13 to 20 something shows and that to me is fucking like wow you know yeah. he's a good com- he's a good comedian and stuff too but i guess it goes to show you the different he told me the biggest difference from like the la scene he says that people respect comedy more in austin and stuff like that well yeah because there's so many other entertainers in la that comedians on a low totem pole yeah, I'm guessing because there's no actors in Austin. No, there's not. There's no magicians in Austin. Have you ever hung out like actors and shit like that? I've been around them when I was in L.A. for a little bit. And yeah, they're not funny. No, they're kind yeah. of like really. Um, they're vapid. They're uh, <laughs> self-centered. I mean, they're just they're just actors. They're just they're not into, they're not there for the right reasons or the same reason that you're there. It, lo- it seems like they're always in a fucking movie. <laughs> Dog, no one's recording you, Hobie. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. And then they take no. Yourself. I mean, when you take yourself so fucking seriously, it's like, why? I don't know, bro. I I think that's what a lot of people... I guess maybe if you're like a top-notch drug dealer, you gotta be super fucking serious. But if you're just an average Joe Schmo, don't stop. It's okay. (laughs) I don't know, though, man. Yeah, never... I don't hang out with actors. I've met a couple of them, and they've always come off kind of weird. Yeah. There's a... LA people to me are fucking funny as fuck, dog. Especially like, especially like some, like proper. I'm not saying like people that grew up in Los Angeles are like born and raised are like people that come out of state, live live in Los Angeles, and then they're in the entertainment world, and they go, they leave, and now, oh, uh, I did this up in LA and stuff, and I'm this. Then they come down here, and then they act strange, and then you're like. I guess it's okay because that's our personality, or is it? That's <laughs> a personality. Everybody's pretty, yeah. honestly. I think people change over the course of time. One hundred ten percent. Yeah, a yeah. lot. Like I'm not the same person I was ten years ago. And I'm glad because that dude sucked. That you, you were you a shitty person? I was not nice. I was uh, very angry. Very a much different person. It was very weird. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that I didn't meet fucked up Eric. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I changed before I started blossoming into an actual person. Not dude, isn't it crazy that that you you blossom and you change into a different person and you start creating this, this I think I'm slow because it took to like the age of almost thirty to where like, oh, you don't have to be depressed and angry all the time. You could be a fucking normal person and still yeah. do comedy. Because that's what growing up I loved stand up and they, all of them were just uh depressed and angry, but that's what made good comedy. So that's mm. what you that's what I wanted to be. 
But after a while, I was like, oh, comedy is just things you find funny. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be that 100%. Like, you could still be happy. Like, there's happy comics. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, like, Nate Bargazzi is a happy dude. Uh, there's, there's a lot of comics that aren't, you know. Sad, s- depressed, want to yeah. kill themselves. Dude, I, I, dude, honestly, like, comedy is so funny. It makes you smile when you're laughing, dog. So I, I find it hard, like, how can you be sad? Yeah. <laughs> don't be sad. Be glad, you know? Yeah, you're hanging out with funny people. And, like, yeah, yeah like yeah. I said, when you start to take yourself too serious, that's when bombing affects you. And that's when you start to trip out because you're not doing as well. It's like, stop. Have fun. Yeah. I haven't been booked on a show in two fucking months. I'm yeah, fucking cares. Yeah, it's comedy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> then, then guess what? Get better. Yeah, get better, bitch. Get better. Build a following. Throw a show. Do mm-hmm. something. Already yeah. stay stagnant. Those are the yeah. two options. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Either you could stay stagnant, or you could fucking grow and push yourself to to break those barriers and upgrade yourself and level up. And I feel that I'm surrounding myself around people that are doing this doing those things because the last thing i i want to do is be um the same place i was last year yep so just thinking back in my head am i in the, am i in the same place that i was last year fuck no i wasn't because last year i was smoking nothing but weed, dude and still doing some comedy stuff but not as intensely as i am now and it's been a year and i'm producing my first show so I'm happy about that, but I'm I'm also happy that I'm not headlining. Not saying I couldn't headline. I couldn't. But but you know, I, pushing thirty minutes of fucking comedy, dog. I, I mean, uh, I could do a twenty minute spot. I can't nice. headline. But I mean, it's it's about being real, being realistic and knowing yeah. where you're at. Yeah, exactly. Cause and being okay with where you're at. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm not a, a head traveling headliner. I'm not a regular at a store at the comedy stores. I'm I'm just I'm okay for my scene. Yeah, and my goal is to be the best one in my scene, and then I'll figure it out from there. Like, yeah, see that. Let, let me let me get to this part first before I worry about going on tour. Like, yeah, I yeah. I hear you on that. Let me, let me make sure I have a solid thirty minutes before oh. I get fucking. Like, that's it. I'm gonna release fifteen, and then I'll work on the other fifteen. Like, I just I just want to make sure it's a thing that I can continue going. That's when I want to start headlining when I need more than thirty minutes. Yeah, I. I oh, like, hey, I'm you. trying to work on a story. Hey, I can get people in this room. Then. You know, hey, it's time for me to headline. And then that's when I honestly, I always want to be in Vegasville so I could throw shows at the well with just Eric and friends, or I can go to room 82 and I can book these smaller rooms of just like 50 or less people mm-hmm. and charge like 10 bucks. But like, I want to grow there. I want to, I'm working on stuff. Here are some of my friends mm-hmm. uh, come out to the show to be a good show. And that's where I think that'll be fun. I think that, I think just having a goal set for you, ha- having a goal and you set it and then you're actually, because to me, you're actually putting the work behind it, and it's just not a loosey-goosey idea at the end of the day. Because loosey-goosey ideas, it's still a dream, and it's still an idea, but you need steps place so you could attain those, right? And you have been, right? And you are. I defi- I'm I'm excited to see what you're – I want to see how you post that shit up on YouTube, though. I want to yeah. see. I want to see. I want to see your clips and shit on on TikTok and Instagram. Honestly, I'll, I'll push your shit hard as fuck. Dog. It's gonna be like another couple of years because I'm not at the place ah. where I want to be to drop anything yet. Like I have stuff I could do, but it's just not anything I'd be proud of at the moment. Right? Like it's cool, but it's just like it's funny, but it's not something I want my legacy to be like. I dude, I fucking feel you on that, dude. Because I have some jokes that I know that they get laughs and they're funny, but is that something that I want to put out onto the gram and? For it to be there fucking forever. Yeah. I'd rather put on like clips, like podcast clips and that, than 
than my like straight up stand up, you know. Yeah. Not saying my stand up is shitty, but I know that the the boy that's watching this shit in, in Japan, I want them to really fucking laugh, you know, like, oh fuck, this guy's fucking hilarious. But then again, it might be getting out of, you know, your own shell and stop being such a bitch and release something. That's also the other thing, is that like I don't know, nobody tells you, okay, you're ready. Yeah, so no kind one of thing does. You have to decide on your own. Yeah. You have to know when you are. Because sometimes you're not. And I know people that release things when they're not ready or they release clips. It's just like, why are you releasing this? Mm. Why are you putting this up? This, I don't know what you're thinking. This does not look good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a clip of you doing crowd work that's not that good or a joke that's. You're, you're posting a fucking set you recorded at an open mic or something. It's like, what are you doing? That, yeah. Okay, I guess. Like, you know. I guess at the end of the, the point, it's like, I guess, I guess if it's for your journey and you need it for your own self-gratification, because yep. at the end of the day, you're stroking your own ego. Yeah. That's why anything, yeah. you post anything works. Yeah. 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 So I, that's why, I'm, but that's why I want to make sure that if I'm going to stroke my shit, I'm going to stroke it properly. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I want to put something I'm proud of. Like, oh, I put a lot of effort into this clip, even if it's from something like, yeah, like, I just don't feel like you should record a set in an open mic and post that and just be like, look at my stand. You're on an open mic, dude. Yeah. I record all my sets at, uh, at oh. open mics, but that's just cause I like to re rewatch them while I'm taking a shit. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. No record your sets. That's yeah. very important. It's just like, you shouldn't post those clips because they're, you're in an open mic. I shouldn't have to explain why you shouldn't post an open mic clip. Like, yeah, it's an open mic, dog. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's yeah. the beginning. It's, you're at an open mic. Yeah, that's why. Hopefully, I hopefully I get some good clips that I could um, cut up and do something for uh, for from, the show. From your show, right? Yeah, because that's a show. show. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking show. Yeah. You're at a show recording. That's different. That's 100 different. I would be like, hey, look, he put up a good show clip. Yeah, he didn't. Cool. He didn't record this at some random. Tuesday or Wednesday mic at some place. Like. I recorded this at Barmageddon when there was two people. There. Yeah, fucking. Like, oh, he's gonna post this clip of him with like three audience members who weren't paying attention. Yeah, it's the fucking dumbest. Thing. Yeah, I hate when yeah. comics do that shit. Yeah, shout outs, fucking Marcos and Anthony for for convincing me not to. Because I put po- I posted up like a, a picture. Uh, on Instagram saying, should I release, should I post a clip? And you know all your friends that, like, that know that, that don't know you, don't know, know that you're like doing comedy, but yeah, they're interested. Yeah, we want to see you. But then, you know, your comic friends are always so much more real. And, yeah. and then the Marcos and Anthony were like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. no. I, I, I've told that. I tried to, there's a comic in Fresno. I like him. Like, one of those people you like as a person, but he blows on stage. And uh, it was just like, I post clips. I was like, you probably shouldn't. He's yeah. Like, Why? I was just like, you should probably wait till you're funnier. He's like, are you saying I'm not funny? I was like, no. I said, when you're funnier. Uh, I was like, right now you're posting open mic clips that aren't funny, but they're, I mean, they're funny to you. I guess, all right, man, do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, there you go. But then at the end of the day, they have their own fucking crowd. They could have their own following there. Everyone's comedy is different. Yeah. And that's and that's where I leave. I you want to tell them, it was like, yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Or it, you won't. <laughs> yeah. It took me, it, 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 or you don't, you know. Anthony also was saying that too. Uh, Rivers, he was like, you know, everyone figures it out on their own time, you know. So it takes time, and but some people get lucky, like uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, who's that? Is Uh, he's a very he's one of the highest selling comedians in the world. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, 
He had the Italian jokes, very funny, but the thing is that he found his voice very early. Oh, is it that fucking dude that, that does shows in, in suits and shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that he, fucking guy's he, fucking funny. He's mad funny. funny. Yeah, I remember watching him when I was younger. I watched comedy my whole life. I remember watching him when I was fucking just starting to love comedy. And uh, yeah, dude, he's uh, he's had that voice apparently for fucking ever. Like, he figured it out so early and just mastered it. And that's why he's so good at speaking and doing performing the way he does. Yeah, dude. It's because he he's sick. that's the only voice he knows. Yeah, that's, and that's fucking cool. That's sick. very awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Fuck. That's tight. That's tight as fuck. I always love seeing people do good too though, bro. Like ah, uh, that's why I'm so fucking ready for the bad neighbors to whatever Hadagi is fucking creating over there with the bad neighbors, dude. He's Dude, he's gonna fucking he's gonna do it so well, bro. Um, I'm and I'm, I'm and I'm here and I'm here to support the fuck out of them because it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna love going to their I love going to their shows and I love going to the jokes on you shows. You know, I wish I could go out to more shows and shit, but you it's know, far. It's far, dog. And I have, I have a family and shit, dude. I have business Kids? stuff. No, I have a cat. My yeah, my, my wife. <laughs> You should wife. go to more shows, man. Fuck you. <laughs> nah, no, I have business stuff to do, but but yeah, but uh, it's just ah, uh, I I I, I want to be more more. I want to I want to. If I could, dog, if I lived in Bakersfield, I would be at a, I would be at a show or be at your room eighty two or be doing anything, you know, all day over there. But I can see why because I was planning to move to Bakersfield too with the wife and, but. <sighs> Is decided. I mean, let's get the fuck out of California. Let's go try something new. There's not enough. Go um, to Vegas. Vegas has a good scene. Vegas, really? Oh, Vegas, dude, I don't want to be in the land full of sin, dude. I feel like I would want to plot like a whole bunch of robberies of casinos. <laughs> I, was, I went there, and I just there's places where like I love L. A. I got a vibe there, and the same thing happened when I went to Vegas. I was like, I could fucking live here. Nice. Like, it's dope. I got a cool fucking vibe. I I got that I got that vibe um going to Raleigh in North Carolina. Huh. Um, yeah, I love Nor- I love North Carolina. I think North Carolina is nice. Um, but yeah, and London, like London and Rome, I could live in Rome. I I would love to live in Rome, bro. That shit would be lovely. Never Fuck. been. I don't think I can. I'm a felon. No. You're a felon? <laughs> no, felon. Okay. it's fun to say. <laughs> I got a felony yeah, two times. <laughs> Drug trafficking. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Austin State Line. <laughs> Arizona to Cali. <laughs> Do you think Arizona's fun? I have a lot I've of never been. Uh, another place where they had uh, that law where they could pull you over and see if you're a citizen. Oh, so that Mexican I, shit. I yeah. kind of don't feel like going there. Isn't it crazy? Huh? Yeah, it's just like it's weird. Like I had a Republican boss like when I worked here at the Porterville store, the AT and T, and he was just like, "Whoa, what's wrong with that law?" And I was like, "Fucking asshole." I was like, "So, like, what if I was coming to work and I got pulled over in Visalia?" And then I got, just to see if I'm a citizen, then I got pulled over again on the back roads. And then I got pulled over again coming into Portoville because they just want to make sure, now I'm fucking late to work. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I didn't think about that. And I was like, yeah, because you're white. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, I think who who had a fucking super fucking funny joke about that? It was like, um, he 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 said like, I think it was Carlos Mencia, dude. So it doesn't matter if I steal his joke, right? (laughs) But he he said something like he had a friend where he's like, he saw the Arizona law was going on, and you know they were only going to pull over fucking Mexican-looking fools, right? And the dude was like, I live in Arizona. I'm not worried about the law because I'm black. 
they're not gonna pull me over anymore <laughs> you know it, or it was like oh i'm he was an illegal person but he was black or he was white or whatever i don't know how the fucking joke went but it was funny because you know for a fact they weren't gonna pull him over they're not looking for him yeah no they're looking for brown boys they're looking for that get also me he's still like us bro yeah for us i think that i think i think you you gotta go pick up your daughter and yeah shit, I do, no? right. <laughs> that was it five yeah. Oh well, fuck. Yeah, we're about to go to we're about to do three hours, so let's just cut it off there. All right, guys. Um Eric, you wanna pump anything out? Fuck, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Eric Lopez Comedy. Uh, Eric yeah, Lopez Instagram. Comedy yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. What about the YouTubes? I don't have YouTube, bro. <laughs> All right, let's get the YouTube going and shit. He'll be performing at the show um June twenty fourth, uh Keep It Raw, hosted by Sal. No condom. At, no con- no condoms, baby. We keep it raw. Any bump bumps on the pussy, we just call those um, speed waves. You know what I mean? Speed. <laughs> we call those we call those little waves because you know we're speed boats in the ocean, baby. For you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, keep it raw. This was Table Talk with Sal, and I'm I'm glad that you guys were here with us. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>